What's up, everyone? Uh, we're back once again, uh, episode 12 of the pod. Uh, we got Aza, Felice, as usual. Lexton is back this week. Uh, say what's up, Lexton. It's been quite some time since you've been here. What's up? What's up? Yeah, I haven't been here in a minute. been missing out. But I'm back. Hopefully, should start <clears throat> being here more consistently in each episode. So, I think I'm good. Glad to have you back. Today, we're going to be discussing teams that are trending upwards, teams that are trending downwards, and then have people give their top 10 MVP rankings as we have, what, a month left of the season? About? Yep. About that. 20 games-ish. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of teams, you may even have 19, 18 or so left. So, season flew by. I mean, for me, it pretty much felt like it went by really quick. But without further ado, let's get to it. Let's start with teams trending down. What is the first team? Anybody got one team to have in mind of a team trending down right now? I was going to say the Cavaliers are struggling right now. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, they've been trending down. And didn't, I think it's, it's been, for... Yes, the injuries. Yeah, yeah the injuries back. have been killing them. Yeah, Garland played yesterday. Dude had like 19 assists. He's, he's a special talent. They lost in a row, six in the last ten. Yeah, yeah. They didn't have Garland for uh, a little bit. A little bit, yeah. And, and Rondo's uh, out. Laver- I know yeah. I missed a couple games. I don't know if he's back yet. I think he's still. No, out. he's not back yet. Yeah. So. Come on, Rondo or Levert? Uh, both. <clears throat> yeah, I don't think uh, either of them is back. Yeah, it's, it kind of fits yeah, both- their guard rotation. Yeah, both of them are. Are out right now. Yeah, their offense yeah. is pretty bad without those guys. Uh, yeah. I'm telling you, bro. I was watching that um, Sixers Cavs games yesterday, and um, bro, I I promise you, like every single play was just running through Garland, bro. Every single play, like, and he wasn't on the court. Like, you see a noticeable difference in their offense. Like, it was bad. Yeah, I mean they don't really. I don't think they have any point guards outside of him. Him and Goodwin, I think, are the only point guards they got right now. Uh, got Brandon, Rondo, but... Brandon yeah, Goodwin, Brandon Goodwin, yeah, yeah. That's really the only cards they got now. To be fair, yeah. JB is a mastermind because Monday against the Timberwolves, their offense was uh, doing really good, and Goodwin looked really nice uh, that that game. But it's tough to win games when Okoro is your second person initiating your offense. That's just that's just a tough way to try and win. Uh, basketball games, but um, I think once they get healthy and get Levert back and Rondo, I think they'll be back in business. So, yes, they're trending down right now, but probably when they get healthy, we won't. it shouldn't be a concern. I think it's just injuries that kind of cost them. Um, any other let's, – let's continue. What other team y'all had in mind? Another team trending down recently is the Warriors, man. They're 3-7 and seven in their last 10 games. Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah, they've been bad. I know Dray. I know Draymond's been out, but some of these games have been winnable, bro. Like I don't, I don't know what's going on. Like they had that Dallas game pretty much in the back before they just went on like a uh, freaking unbelievable run. What was it like a 26-2, 26-1? 28 yeah. to three run at one point. Yeah, yeah, like that was just that was crazy. I feel like that Timberwolves game. I mean, they lost by fifteen, but that's a winnable game to me, even if you don't have Dream. Oh, actually, they had no Clay Draymond. The Timberwolves oh, Clay, had no yeah. Anthony Edwards. I feel like that's a fair game. 
Clay has been struggling. Like he had that one yeah. good game against Portland, but and the, the Lakers, Lakers he was up. good against the Lakers too, wasn't he? They lost that game against the Nuggets as well. Yeah. On that um, that Lakers game was like uh, February twelfth, so it was like, quite a while. Is Clay ago. playing today? By the way, tonight. I think uh, so. Who are they playing tonight? Uh, the Lakers. Warriors. The Lakers. Yeah, the Lakers. Sorry. Oh, the Lakers. Uh, I'm not sure. He played last game though. It was horrendous. Okay, so he should play today, unless it was a back to back, and I don't think it was. I don't think the Warriors played last night. Yeah, they got some. They got some really bad losses, bro. Like they lost to the Knicks. The Knicks have like four wins in like the last like I don't even know how many games. So it's just that was when Clay missed that open mid range jumper, right? Yeah. And the, yeah. The, the, the the ever since Draymond's gotten injured, the Warriors are are compiling some some really bad losses to the point where Memphis is only half a game back. I yeah. remember last episode I said I think Memphis can overtake them. Yeah, yeah, they, definitely. Memphis, Memphis wins tonight, and the Warriors lose. They get overtaken. Who does so Memphis... what's the deal with Draymond's injury? Anybody, any of you guys been keeping? I've up? I've heard that he just did like his first practice since he got injured like recently. Okay. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if he was a full participant or like partial. I don't know, but they said he was there. Like he was doing some stuff. So because that's a good sign. Him, without him, and obviously they already had no Wiseman. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's really – I'm concerned if Draymond Green can stay healthy because if he can't – I mean, their first-round matchup, the way they're trending right now with um, uh, Memphis likely going to overtake him, they are got to take uh, Yoka John as it is right now, first round. Uh, no, just, you can handle him without, yeah. Draymond Green, without Draymond. Can you really handle him? I don't think so. Yeah. I think they're in big trouble. And Michael Porter Jr. is, is set to come back. And I think Jamal Murray might follow suit, but we'll see, we'll see with his situation. Yeah, I think he'll come back before the season ends. Interesting, yeah. though, because Dallas and, 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 and Denver are also, like, right next to each other. So Yeah, they're yeah. neck and neck right now. So it could really get interesting between both runs, Memphis, Golden State, Dallas. And either way, if you're a Golden State or Memphis, you'd want to avoid Dallas and Denver. So Utah, hey, I want to tell the, you all something. Uh, no, Lexington, go ahead. I was just saying Utah is only a game and a half ahead of Dallas as well. So, like, all three of those teams are pretty tight. Yeah, it's really close right now. Yeah, that, that four to six is really tight race right now. Yeah. Now, I saw uh, these are February stats, but uh, this guy was voted an all-star starter, Andrew Wiggins. Wiggins. And he's, he's averaging, <laughs> like, 14. His efficiency is, is pretty – like, everything has gone down. Uh, post All Star break, um, he's been horrible, honestly, since the All Star. He had a good first game when he was like announced as a as an All Star starter, but ever since then, he's been barely shooting forty percent from the field. Um, yeah, that's kind so of career crazy. norm. Is, so his career norm is what you're what you're saying is what he's doing. I mean, <laughs> you trying to throw shots? I'm not. I'm not throwing shots. I'm just telling Warrior fans. They were clowning us, and now they're clowning Wiggins. I mean, don't switch up now. No, they, they like turned you, on really quick. Yeah, defend them like you guys were the last two years, please. Don't just switch around no, they did, now. They didn't even defend them last year. They, they were scapegoating him last year. So And then now all of a sudden, Wiggins is a well-deserved all-star starter, and then now you got guys saying, this yeah, exactly. was the all-star startup. Like, you guys were just saying he's deserved less than a month ago. Yeah, he's averaging 13 on 38% from the field since the all-star. Credit where do he was playing the best basketball of his career. It's just he had no business being an all-star starter. But right now he has no business being a fucking all-star. I mean, I don't even know if he was an all-star to begin with, like in my personal opinion. But like yeah. especially now. I love Wiggs. He's a great guy. Uh so I mean props to him getting to start. That's awesome. But 
Um, I think the thing is not Wiggins. I think just Warrior fans have such an inflated view of the way he plays. I think that's just what you do. That's your new piece. You traded D'Lo for him. Um, I saw someone say uh, Andrew Wiggins was going to be how like Harrison Barnes was for the Warriors during that 2016 playoff. And Harrison Barnes was like, he had so many open shots because they were doubling Steph and, you know, just Steph's, uh, I guess you could say gravity. I know Lexan hates that word. Uh. People say People talk about Steph's gravity, um, but he was getting legit open shots in that playoffs because of uh, what Steph was doing. And I think Wiggins will probably get that same treatment. He's a better three-point shooter, but he's just been struggling as a recent. Um, and he might he might be like the scapegoat in the playoffs, okay? I mean, Harrison oh, Barnes is a career thirty-eight percent three-point shooter. I mean, he's he's a pretty good. Yeah, but he was horrible in those playoffs. Like he, yeah. like I remember he had so many open looks. And he just like would break him, like it would be crazy. And the next, they just replaced him I mean, with Kevin. You didn't watch Wiggins enough in in Minnesota, if that's the case. Yeah, yeah. What well, Wiggins say, is a uh, career thirty five percent three point shooter. I mean, right, as you said, Draymond. When Draymond comes back, I mean, everybody's gonna play play better. Yeah, what's his timeline? You said uh, we don't know. Uh, Felice just said he had his knows. first practice. He just had his first practice like this week, so we'll we'll see where that goes. I think he'll come back at some point. Yeah, you better. Otherwise, they're in trouble. Like them, they're in some serious trouble if Draymond does not come back. Yeah, no, they might I, I love Draymond's podcast. That's a side note. I like yeah. his podcast. Um, he has a good basketball mind because he keeps it real too. Yeah. Like it's not even the fact that he has a good basketball mind. He's not afraid to say what he wants to say. Yeah, I remember he was talking yeah. about the the 2018 Rockets like a couple weeks ago. Some interesting stuff that he said. He basically said that the Warriors' game plan, um was just uh, they knew Harden was just gonna do like whatever he wants to do, but just they just made sure that the um, that the everybody else on the team was not gonna like kill them, like the Arizas, the Gordons, the Capellas, uh, Chris Paul, etc. And that's just wild. Interesting. Draymond's admitted that. Interesting that Eric Gordon did kill him a couple times though that series. Yeah. Trevor Ariza sure surely didn't, but. <laughs> How are you doing over in LA, Felice? Uh, that's that's another team that's trending down. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a good segue into uh, the Lakers, who have definitely Lakers. been trending down. They've been that transition was so nice. He's <laughs> <laughs> trending down. They've been awful. I mean, abysmal. National TV consistently. I think they're on national TV today again, actually. Yeah. This is embarrassing, man. Bro, you got to think about this. Westbrook just got absolutely punked, punked by his backup point guard eight years ago. Reggie oh. Jackson was Westbrook's backup eight years ago, and he just punked Westbrook on national TV. Like, it was embarrassing, man. It, it's Yeah, no, it, it's not looking good. And did you guys see, I just want to talk about this because I saw clips of it on Twitter, but did y'all see Westbrook just tripping Zubats and then tripping Reggie Jackson? I did not see that. I did no. not see that. Zubox boxed him out. They get the rebound. Zubox is running down. Westbrook's running behind him. And you could tell some people you incidentally trip him. But he's going to clearly run close right behind him and just trip him. And then ref calls nothing. But Zubox clearly hits the ground. And then if you look at the Reggie Jackson video when he's crossing up Russell Westbrook, Westbrook sticks his leg out and trips him. That's bad, man. Like, I, 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 think, I think his head is gone for there. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Uh, I, I think I his head is completely gone. That, unfortunately, that's not 
because what I, I'm not gonna say Westbrook has never been a dirty player or anything like that. So yeah, maybe it's yeah, just I mean, in the moment of heat and whatever. So I'll, we'll excuse Westbrook because he's he does have no history. But that was just something interesting. I so I'm like, it seems like frustration may be getting to Westbrook. I'm not gonna say anything, but also that did you guys get to see that interview with the reporter he had? Um, yeah, he said that I don't have any expectations. Yeah, something like that. Uh, I I'm I'm gonna be honest. I think Westbrook his head is completely gone. He does not want to be there. Like. I don't blame him. It's just it's just a very toxic situation going on yeah. in LA right now. Yeah, yep. I mean, they may look like a completely different team in five months or so because the, there's going to be the big LeBron question. You have to answer it. What you you keep LeBron for one more year and try and somehow rerun it? I don't, I don't know if it's going to be any better. The Clippers are coming back. Zion will be healthy. I don't know. It's going to be interesting, bro. Like they're getting punked by the Clippers on national TV. They got they got swept in the season series, and bro, we're talking about a team that doesn't have Paul George or Kawhi. They didn't even they don't have Powell. Either, they don't the even have Norman Powell. Like, and they're just getting straight up embarrassed every single time they play. Like, it's just wild, bro. And it's embarrassing when Ty Lue said we don't even prepare for him. Like, that just shows your opponents don't even respect you at this point. Oh my goodness! Like, that's not bro, they good. got they got DJ Augustine playing twenty one minutes. Like, let's be serious. No, I mean, Rob Pelinka has built a disaster. And the thing is, he's locked himself in. They can't even, like, undo what they've done. Mm-hmm. They, can't, they can't undo that Westbrook trade and, and get all the pieces they, they gave up. They can't. AD, like- AD's locked into a contract. And this is the second season in a row. He's dealing with injuries. His play has gone down in general. Like, LeBron is, is about to, his contract's about to expire in, what, like a year? Just one year, yeah. one more season of these. And I'm not gonna lie, like LeBron's probably gonna leave. Like let's be, let's keep it, let's keep it real. Like, yeah, he out here saying he might. He already said he's stay. leaving to join his team's son, so he's not gonna. He is not staying. I promise that. I would, I would, I'm pretty damn confident he's out like, here. Like, serious question. Like, what do the Lakers have to look forward to in the next five years? No picks. Uh, um, they have no a PST at one point. But... Uh, let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> I said at one point. Serious. I said at one point. Oh man! I mean, even like there, I, there's no. You could blame Vogel all you want. There's nothing a coach can do to fix that roster. Oh uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, bro. I don't think that Lakers team is coachable. I don't even think Vogel's a bad coach, by the way. No, like, he's not. Some people. I don't bro, either. I think his the system. Roster. His system is literally predicated on being like good defensively. Who on that Lakers roster is a good defender outside of like a couple names? Anthony Davis is out. That's probably their best defender easily, and he's not even playing. So. We're talking about Anthony Davis, Stanley Johnson, and and what else? Avery Bradley back in the day, but even then, he's not as good as he used to be. Yeah, he's not the same. Like, bro, if you have a coach whose system is literally predicated on one thing, you would think, uh, as a GM, let me build, let me add to the roster what my head coach needs. Nah, he just does like the opposite. It's, it's weird, man. It's like they built the team with like so much confidence, and now it's like there's no backing out of it. Like there was, there was so confident that LeBron at thirty-seven, what is he now? Thirty-seven. They were so confident that AD was not going to be the AD of last year. They were so confident Westbrook was just going to be like at the same level he was like post like February for Washington. They were so confident in it, and they just didn't look at any adding anything else to the roster. Like, it's really embarrassing. I'm not going to lie. Thing, I, I'll say the best thing they did was get Malik Monk. And that, actually, and that dude's probably going to leave. He's going to leave yeah, him he for because he's going to get a bag. Where, yeah. Like, let me just check the Lakers cap just to make sure how much they have. Like, I, well, I, I'm not, not going to lie. Like, the only thing the Lakers have going forward is what Austin Reeves. And let's be real, he's a role player. Like, yeah. Is, like, it's bad. 
Uh, let they, me check for you guys. What's they that? have that first round draft pick that they're very protective of. I don't know what what year is that? Is that twenty twenty seven? Twenty twenty seven. But they're gonna the, let's be real. They're gonna be very bad by then. Oh, they're gonna be yeah. awful. They're gonna be awful. Like this is gonna be. I think like once LeBron leaves and once AD like eventually AD is just request a trade because if he's a serious basketball player, which okay, I'm pretty this sure he is, is this is really bad for the Lakers actually. In next year, in next year, 2022-2023, their projected yeah. cap space is <laughs> they're in the luxury tax next year. They're negative two. They're they're in the tax. They don't they even, even add even, it. They can't I, do any by next year, you mean like the off season of next year or like I'm talking entering next season. Like they don't even have they can't sign anyone outright. They have to start getting rid of players. They leak. Uh, Russell Westbrook, forty-seven million is a player option. He's not declining that. He's Takes not declining that, and they got twenty-six percent of their cap they, space. They gotta trade him and literally just hope that they get like insignificant salary in return. LeBron and I don't James. even know if that's possible. There's Another no problem with LeBron James paying LeBron what? James. Gonna negotiate that. I just don't. I I I, Bro, I feel like the only so- the only NBA team that I'm confident would trade for Russell Westbrook, and they would. Immediately buy him out. It's probably the Thunder and probably the Rockets if they get that 2027 first. Those are the only two teams in the NBA that are going to help you out. Yeah. Yeah. 80%. Really 80% of their cap space is taken up by five players, I think. No, actually, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Now, the, there's team options on Stanley Johnson, Officer Reese, but they're obviously going to accept it. They're not going to just let them leave for nothing. Yeah, those are those guys. Those are like two of their only. That, that's That's their future right now. Yeah, they're just not going to let them leave. So that's not. That's, that's bad, not... man. That's really bad. So they literally have nothing to look forward to. You guys would be like, oh, we have max space. Because last year they actually had, if I remember correctly, they had a lot of space to work yeah, with. Bro, they if, if they didn't pull that Westbrook trade, they could have had DeMar DeRozan. And they could have brought back like Caruso and all these other guys. And then they could have traded some of the pieces in the Westbrook trade for what well, they had the Buddy Hill trade like done. Yeah. They had no cap space. To. Yeah. They have no cap space, so the Lakers have right now no logical pathway to improvement, uh, other than re-signing their own players, which obviously isn't going to make a difference. Number one, number yeah. two, they have to trade. So, what what is there to trade? Unless you're rebuilding, you're not trading LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Unless you're pretty much saying right. we're not going to win. I think I think the only way that team could even be above 500 next season, based off what I'm seeing this year, is if they trade AD and they just I, I don't know, bro. Like I really don't know what they're going to do. They're in a very bad situation. Who can you get back for AD that's going to... And and AD's value is probably at an all-time low right now. It is. It probably is. It yeah, he's going to have to build With his up. contract, with his yeah. injury situation, with the way he's been playing the last two years, his value is at an all-time low. And that's crazy to say that. Because when, when he was healthy in 2020, he was probably the... What, like, if we're being real, he was probably like a top eight player in the league. One of the best power forwards easily. I mean, and arguably the best power performer that year. Like and it's just wild, bro. Yeah, I mean, I don't hey, know. Maybe, uh, maybe AD to Chicago might happen uh, sooner than later. You know, what, what mean, the hell is Chicago gonna? What trade is Chicago to gonna trade to get AD? I have no idea. I don't know what because they want. Y- realistically, if they're gonna trade LeBron and AD, which Laker fans, that's a real, real, real possibility. I'm gonna just say, I'd say, give it a fifty percent chance right now. I'll give it. I'll give it like a thirty percent chance because they. That's the only logical way that. They, okay, I'm not they saying they're improved, forward. but 
to move forward. Like that's you have no pick, so you have to trade LeBron and AD. You don't trade LeBron this summer. You can't trade him next summer. He's gone. By the way, he's gone. He's leaving. There is no trading him. This is the last chance you get to trade him. Unless obviously you want to trade him at the deadline, but you're not going to get as much as probably if you just trade him in the off season. Uh. They're going to okay. have to trick some team into trading for Westbrook and his contract. They're, gonna, uh, they're just going to have to fool someone. Westbrook's not going to happen unless, as you said, they trade the Houston, they trade that 2027 first. And you're gonna, him, yeah, yeah, you're going to just have to deal with John Wall next year. I'm going to be honest. Best but, case scenario is the Lakers get John Wall for, for Westbrook. But that's <laughs> if they that. decide to keep LeBron, all right? That's if they decide to keep LeBron. If you trade LeBron and AD, I'll just keep Russ and let him finish his year, his, his last year. And Yeah, I would, I would keep Russ, like, you know, sell some tickets and then just – you got to transition to. <laughs> he said, "Sell some tickets." That's not selling I mean, you tickets. <laughs> Westbrook's, name, saying, Westbrook's name alone, my son. I don't know, bro. I'm just saying, like that. that it's franchise not anymore. Not, yeah. You would think I that mean, fan base is really bad place right now. Yeah, I mean, I don't, and, I don't know. And what's crazy is, like, when we did the off-season pod, like, I literally said, "I'm not high on this Lakers roster." I will. Like, I said that. Here, so that I, was, I was really wrong. I thought they would be really good, but I was not you high know, on that roster. Like yeah. I've seen Westbrook. I've seen it. I've seen the Westbrook experience, bro. I've had to go through that, unfortunately. Like hey, yo, me and you, me and you, Felice. Bro, we owe OKC a draft pick in two years because of this guy. Like, bro, the Westbrook experience is not fun. Like, and I knew it was gonna happen. I mean, at least it was good for you guys before the pandemic, though. But the thing, the the reason why he was good for us is because we had spacing. The Lakers just said, "No, we're not gonna do it." We're not gonna add any spacing to this team. Yeah, that that's just it's it's bad roster building throughout, and it's it's not Vogel's fault. I don't know why they keep blaming Vogel. What do you want him to? Do? You want him to suit up and start splashing threes? Like I don't a know. Team, I don't, I don't even think part of this is like. I mean, a, a large, a, a big part of this is Westbrook just not being good. But I feel like the roster around him is not built to where he can be good, anyways. Yeah, Man, because yeah. That's Somebody literally Rob Pal- I literally told people when the Lakers won the title in 2020, I'm like, I'm still not convinced by Rob Palenka. Like, he doesn't move me. And I was right. Like, he doesn't move me. He's, He's a bad GM. Happy. He's trigger happy. Bro, He's in Los Angeles. He-, he wants to bring in the big names, and he's going to be trigger happy. Bro, when you win a title, right, and, mm-hmm. and, and your team – bro, nobody on that Lakers team in 2020 was, like, borderline retiring then. So why didn't they just bring the same exact roster back? I, I don't know what they're like. Because last year, to be fair, they're like, I think, top two in the West before all the injuries happened. Yeah, before all the injuries happened. But even then, like, you saw what they were in the playoffs. like. But, I mean, AD went in and out. I mean. Yeah. To, they, they did. They were at one point. I'm pretty sure it was like 2-2 the series at one point when AD was playing. Bro, I think at some point they were like the second seed. So, I mean, they were playing the Western Conference champions to a standstill. Before Anthony Davis got hurt, they were a top two seed before LeBron and AD both suffered their injuries that took quite a lot of games from him. Uh, so a logical conclusion, if I'm Ron Palika, unless it's a clear upgrade, which Russell Westbrook was not with that roster, you just run it back. Bro, and... that's what I'm saying. And Oh, my God, man. I, I don't even want to talk about the Lakers anymore. They're just embarrassing, man. Yeah. This no, is and, really bad. Uh, we may look at a very different Lakers team opening night next year, but we'll see. It'll be fun to track LeBron and AD, what happens with them. But let's continue on to the other team that a lot of people thought would be in the NBA Finals. The Brooklyn Nets, they've been clearly trending down. They've been abysmal. I think their record is nine wins, 20 losses since 2022 started. And that's not even including the last two games, I'm pretty sure. And I'm pretty sure they, they lost are, the last two. They are 32 and 32. They are a borderline lottery pick. I'm rubbing my hands right now. <laughs> Beautiful stuff going on. That Rocket is a borderline, borderline lottery pick right now. 
And bro, y'all seen the now the Ben Simmons news is like it might be a little That's bit bad. worse. Y'all saw it yeah, might be week to bad. week now. Week to week. I mean, he said he may not even play until the playoffs. Week to, week to week. Are they going to make the playoffs? That's the week, question I'm asking now. Week to week, Joe Harris isn't coming back, and the private sector mandate is not being removed. It's not. The lady, the mayor said that. Even though it's the most idiotic. Uh, listen, uh, y'all know me. I support uh, uh, the vaccine. I support, you know, taking precaution. But why can you watch a game but not play now? Yeah. I think that's just the most idiotic that, thing. That, that thing doesn't make sense to me, but the, the rules are the rules. You can't change that. Yeah, exactly. And literally, the mayor literally said, I'm not giving Kyrie an exception. That's unfair to all the other people. So um, that's not changing. Clearly from his words, that's not changing. And, and we I'm, only have what, three weeks left of the season. Yeah. And I and I was watching that heat game and I'm like, all right, KD's going to be KD. It's not like he's going to single handedly just carry them to the finals. Like some people think he's not Michael Jordan. Like I mean, Michael Jordan down. didn't do that himself either. Michael Jordan didn't even do that himself either for me to say that. But like, bro, they just think KD's just going to average, like, 40 every series, just play every minute of every game. He may need 50, honestly, too. That's <laughs> bro, bro. 50, 48 wasn't enough to beat the Bucks. Like, let's, exactly. be, let's, let's keep it real, bro. Like, and the East has improved since last year, yeah. by the way. I was about to say, this isn't like LeBron in the East. First of all, he's not as good as LeBron was anyway. And that's but not LeBron, being disrespectful they, either. Just, yeah, I'm not even trying to be disrespectful. He's just not as good as LeBron was. But LeBron never faced an East this tough, like during his reign. No. Yeah, I, I was. I was. Saying I that. don't there even was... think LeBron could take this Nets team to the finals this the year. The best team probably... LeBron played was what the Atlanta Hawks, that were like sixty wins. Yeah, like let's keep like, it real. They weren't the that best, good in the postseason. The best team LeBron ever played in his tenure in the East when he was in the Cavs and the Heat was probably that Pacers team that took them to seven. Like Paul probably, George, and that's them. it. Yeah. Yep. I forgot that about that. I was included. And that team was really young, bro. Like, yep. Danny Granger, Hippert, West. They had a pretty nice young there is a, You know what's funny? Danny Granger didn't even play in that series. In that yeah, game, he in had that what? seven game series. Really bad jumpers, Dean. Had to miss like the whole season. Yeah. yeah if, the Celtics had... were he- if the Celtics were healthy in like 20, what was it, 2018, it would have been them. But obviously, Kyrie didn't play. I mean, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the East, bro, LeBron, like, never faced an East this tough. But, yeah, they just think that Kevin Durant is going to single-handedly carry them. And it's just like, bro, like – and then you look at some of the pieces on this team. Let's be real. If they play the Sixers or the Bucks, how are they stopping a pick and roll? Their defense like, like, let's just, not let's just be honest, bro. Let's just be honest. You put three shooters on the court. You got Embiid or Giannis as, as, as a screener, and they roll to the basket. Yeah, Among Drummond, the contenders, The last they time they played Milwaukee, against, so, against Milwaukee, the way they guarded the screen and roll was – they, they literally just doubled the honest. And then they left Bobby Portis open, which is why he killed him. They still ended up winning, but that's literally was their plan is uh, we're going to leave a shooter open, make Giannis give up, give up the ball. Because every time Giannis was one-on-one, he pretty much took the ball. Took the ball. Like, let's be real. Leave, leave uh, uh, freaking Danny Green or Maxi or freaking Drew Holiday or Middleton or Portis open. They're going to hit those shots. I don't know, Chris, the way he's been shooting, but yeah, he probably won the playoffs if he's open. Right. This next team, I'm I'm sorry, but like I said it when the trade happened, like I'm just like for this season at least, like it's not looking good, bro. You know, I want to say a dream. Can I say a dream trade scenario? Just cause I mean, it's it's it's, it's a dream though. It's not gonna happen. All right, but I just want to say, maybe in the summer again, everybody listening, just a dream scenario. Nothing I think is actually gonna happen. We get a LeBron and KD team up in Brooklyn. And uh, oh, we, right. they send they send Ben Simmons and all their picks over. I mean, come on! I mean, the Lakers aren't gonna get no young player better than Ben Simmons, probably. 
Pro actually, right. they probably will for LeBron, but uh, you get what I mean. It's just a dream scenario because I'm sure Brooklyn will call. I mean, uh, uh, we don't need that. Or, to or <laughs> half man, half a season, go for Dame. Half man, half a season. Oh, for- Lexton, don't do this to Kyrie <laughs> that's, on that's the bad. pod, man. That's bad. That's bad. <laughs> Hey, but, but even going into next year, like, is this mandate going to be any? Uh, it should be over within eight months. I'd, I'd I mean, honestly be shocked. I'd imagine. I'd imagine, but but, but even mean, then, bro. Though, gotta... why would Portland though want Lexington? Why would Portland no, I, want Kyrie? I was I, if we traded for Ky- if we got rid of Damon, got Kyrie, I would stop. Well, you saying like a dream scenario? Like that's your dream scenario? The yeah, dream scenario for the Nets. Yeah. All right. But would, let's be let's be real. We gotta yeah. like they gotta address that center spot like badly. Like you can't you can't have Drummond, Blake, and Aldridge as your bigs. Let's let's. Yeah, no, they have to one hundred percent. Like you gotta trade Joe Harris. I think I think Joe Harris is the odd man out on that team. They trade him, then the two picks they got for Miles Turner. That's that's what I could see happening in the summer very easily. Yeah, no, they need a center one hundred percent. That's pr- their most pressing need currently. He's a the center. Net- yeah, yeah, he would be a perfect fit for them. The Nets are definitely in like a position to where they can like improve to contend, unlike the Lakers. So yeah, they got they got some pieces. They could. They just need they, health. You know, they need health. They're in a better, they're in a much better spot. Like they need like, health and Will big men. Back next oh, year. you know what else they need? I I'm sorry, Steve Nash. I'm sorry. Even if bro, if I was the Nets and they want to ring this year, I'm still firing that man. I don't care. He has to go. I'm sorry. <laughs> like it's bad. They need D'Antoni, bro. Like Mike D'Antoni. We've been saying his name for quite a while. I don't think D'Antoni. Uh, I think he's just chilling. What is he in New Orleans? In the Pelicans, yeah. Yeah, he he's gonna be buying homes in Philly soon if if Doc Rivers uh, starts trolling again. I heard Maury wanted that. Now I don't know how true that re- or reputable that source was, but apparently he wanted to bring back the band together in Philadelphia. Beautiful uh, stuff. Please, I don't want to see that happen. Mike D'Antoni stay in New Orleans. Oh, let's. Oh, come on. Help Willie Green, please. Hey, I would like to see. I would like to see Zion in the D'Antoni system, but he just can't stay healthy. Willie Green's been a great yeah. coach, by the way. When I said that, I don't, that was not a side of Willie Green. It's just. Yeah, Willie Green is a. He's been. He's been doing the best job he can with the, yeah. the Pelicans yeah. situation. Yeah, sure. He's been awesome. A lot of the yeah, first year coaches this year have been really impressive, honestly. Yeah, bro. The the Pelicans. You know, my Pels. My friend Pels. He said this. Uh, Literally yesterday, he said the Pelicans are making the turn that people thought the Lakers would. Like the Pelicans might sneak into the playoffs, especially if they get Zion. Yeah, they've been uh, they've been really good. Yeah. We'll get to since we're on the Pelicans. Yeah. We'll get to I mean, the trend that... up team. We'll get to that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, one we'll one get... more team I want to talk about for the trend down. I, I have one too. I don't know if the Chicago the Bulls. Jesus Christ, man! Can y'all win a game <laughs> against a team like with a sixty percent win percentage? Bro? Oh, like thirteen. No, can it's do. Bad, it's bro. it's ridiculous. No, nah, it's it's crazy. It's not. It's I think it's one team over. I mean, who have yeah, they played that they uh, yeah, the, exa- the exact stat is the Bulls are one in thirteen versus the top seven teams in the NBA this year. Um, I don't know what that one win was. Yeah, who was it against? Uh, but that's that's crazy. I mean, they're zero and two versus the Warriors, zero and two versus the Grizzlies, zero and three versus the Heat, zero and three versus the Sixers. <laughs> that's they got a chance against the Sixers. Fun fact on Monday. That who you were gonna say, Azad, was the Bulls. By the way, uh, like, no, I had the Knicks, but oh, the Bulls uh, are in. there's not much to talk about. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk about the Knicks, but that's just, that's like a Lakers situation where it's just embarrassing. It's not even really worth yeah, it. Yeah, um, but they have assets Tom too. Thibodeau, yeah, Tom at least Thibodeau the Knicks playing, aren't in a bad position, man. Yeah, it's Tom true. Thibodeau playing uh, Alec Burks at point guard is uh 
very uh interesting. You know, Azad, <laughs> I told I told Knicks fans this. Yo, yep. I remember me, um, Mikey. I know he hasn't been here in a bit. We were telling people about Thibodeau when they hired him, and they, they didn't listen. They thought the first yeah. year, they thought it was all sweet, it was all fives. It's bad. They gotta fire him. I mean, it's it's horrible. I mean, he's it's crazy. He won coach of the year last year, and he's like <laughs> been one of the worst coaches this season. I don't know because he, he sticks with his ways. That's literally the problem. He's, and yeah, he's he's bro. we've seen through this for a decade, bro. We've seen through this. Bulls fans have seen through this. I, t- I told Nick. Omar fans. has definitely seen through this. He's experienced this trolling before. He ruined our whole future. I mean, Dibs have done has done terrible things to the Timberwolves organization. Now, thank you, Dibs. You did lead us to a postseason. But I mean, Rosas literally with the worst roster rebuilt it the right way while keeping the future in mind and has us in the same position again. I mean, yep. it's 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 bad. I, you, I told Knicks fans last year. I said this is a small high. Uh, this happened to us too. Eventually, when the going gets tough, he's gonna stick. He does. Number two, why if you're the New York Knicks and your season's over, why are you not playing these young guys? I don't get the logic. I never. Yeah, get the logic. I, I, I don't get it. But I was I wasn't done talking about the. the but boss. go ahead, please go ahead talk, talk about. Yeah, the kind of jump like out. some of this, some of this stuff is bad, and I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm hating, but like when DeRozan was going on his um streak, his 35 point like ridiculously efficient streak. Some of those were against really bad defenses. I'm not, yeah. I'm not trying to sound like I'm hating, but, like, all I'm saying is if, if the Bulls want to get to where they want to get to at the end of the season, like, the Rose is going to have to show up against these, like, Miami, Milwaukee, Philly, yeah. Austin. Uh, and then if they get to the finals, they're going to have to play, like, one of Phoenix or Memphis or even Golden State. Like, that's all I'm saying. Like, yeah. The no, Rosen's got to keep playing like this in April or the eulogy is going to be written on him. Yeah, he was 11.30 11 11 last night. He was dead, I'm super dead. low on the Bulls. Like, I don't think they're going to win anything. But I have been a huge advocate for DeRozan, and I've been defending him all year because people want to just discredit what he's doing this year because yeah. saying he's not good in the playoffs. I'm just like, okay, that's just dumb. Uh, obviously, the 35-point streak or whatever he was doing, that's not sustainable basketball for pretty much anyone um he's not gonna do that in the playoffs but I, I still believe he'll be fine in the playoffs and he's played good for some defenses he had that 45 point game against the sixers he had yeah, he's had good games but, against good teams like i think he'll be fine but yeah it's just it's not like he's gonna do that 35 point streak against a top defense and also just the team is just not good enough i don't think it matters how good DeRozan plays they're just not gonna do anything i just think yeah. i just think with Vucevic as your center like i bro i have this like Theory, not theory, but this principle that pretty much if you don't have a good center that like a good defensive center, like I just don't think you're a serious NBA team, like contending wise. Like if you look at all the good, if if you you look at all the good teams in the NBA, bro, this year, like the contenders, like all of them have good defensive bigs. Yeah, all of them. um, Did you guys watch that Bucks game? I, was uh, I watched the end of that game. I watched the tail end of that game. I was watching the the Bulls couldn't buy a board. In the clutch, like it was kind of. Ridiculous. <laughs> I'm not. I I see what the Bulls were trying to do with the Vucevic trade at the time. Uh, they were trying to get a second star next to Levine, and I don't think they signed DeRozan without making that Vucevic trade, trying to show that they're trying to win. But Vucevic yeah. is a really bad trade. Bro. You know what's Sorry. funny? A player like Wendell Carter could have been perfect for that's, this team. That's that's literally. Yeah. I've been I've been thinking that for like a month, bro. Like yeah. what? 
Bro, they gave up Wendell Carter and Franz Wagner. You telling me those two pieces wouldn't make the Bulls a lot better right now than what Vucevic is doing? It would. But here's one thing though is that I don't know if they get DeRozan. That's without. what I'm saying. Like without yeah, making that trade, said. like I don't think you get DeRozan. So there was an upside. And Zach Levine a... is probably gone this this summer if they didn't do that. So yeah, yeah. Zach Levine's is gonna hit the uh, free agency market this year, and he's unrestricted. Like if they would have, they would have still had Wendell Carter and Franz Wagner, and they don't have DeRozan. Who even knows if they get Lonzo if they don't do that Vucevic trade? Yeah, there's there's a big downside, but it's like, it's like, damn. Now I wish we did have <laughs> Wendell Carter. But anyway, I still think the Bulls. I still think the Bulls are in a good spot. They still have Patrick yeah. Williams, who's been out the entire year. And I'm, I'm very, I'm very high on Patrick Williams. And his yeah, potential. the fact that they didn't trade him at the deadline kind of was very smart assures me like they're probably going to keep him, even though they could get some good value from him. I guess I mean he he was pretty good in his rookie year. Um. But they're still, I mean, they, they don't have Caruso and Lonzo. I mean, people yeah. tend to forget that. Um, so they're I think they're in a good spot. The Bulls do. If they're you, in a good spot still, yeah. Uh, uh, Caruso and Lonzo, um, they basically, because, I mean, we all know Vucevic is bad defensively. This is no, like, secret. This isn't, like, some hidden information. Yeah. So what the Bulls do is they have a defensive scheme where they pre-rotate and they use DeRozan, uh, Caruso, and Lonzo to rotate over whenever a team does, like, a pick and roll and the big gets free, because we all know Vucevic is bad defensively. So that's why those two guards are very important to, like, their rim protection, which is which is crazy to say that. Yeah, and, and they're, they'll be back soon. But so that's why I res- reserve judgment on the Bulls, you know. Yeah. I still think they're in a good spot, but I'm, yeah. like, kind of concerned. We'll have they're, to see how they do. They're uh, just I, not a contender I, this season, which is okay. I watched that opinion. full game yesterday. I watched the full game. And Giannis just bullied them. This is exactly what's going to happen if they play Giannis or Embiid in the playoffs. I don't know if they'll even get to. I mean, Giannis probably, was Giannis was terrible from the free throw line. So no, he he, yeah, that's. I was about to say. I was about to say forty. Giannis had like thirty four and like sixteen. He dominated, but you watch the game. He was shooting so bad from the free throw line. He was still missing shots he normally makes. I don't even think that's as good as Giannis will do against them in a full series. Yeah. yeah he he might, he might do some wild things to them. Yeah, uh, they're they're on. they're gonna be in trouble. Uh, and he's they can't figure thirty-four and sixteen. How many people have figured out Giannis though? To be fair, twenty-six points to Drew Holiday. I know Drew Holiday is a solid guard, but twenty-six. Drew Holiday man. went off in that fourth quarter. In the fourth um, quarter, did you see how many open shots he had though? Yeah, yeah. bro. Like, yeah. It's bad defense <laughs> at the end of the day. Like, they would face the Celtics if the season ended today. Oh God! Be, I think that'd be an Celtics- interesting playoffs. A good thing for them, Celtics don't have really a great center who's going to damage you on offense. Luckily for them. But defensively. Defensively, yeah. But, I mean. They got bodies to throw at the Rosen defensively. No, but they, they the nice thing is, like, Rob Williams, you could limit, like, the rim protection if you can get him on Vucevic because they literally have five out. They can literally shoot everybody. Yeah, that's also team, true. So. I don't, the issue for them is not even defensively. I don't think it's a concern. Like, their offense is going to – can they stop a great big? No. And – they have to get lucky at least first round the way it looks right now because Jared Allen and Moby is going to cause them severe issues if they have to face the Cavs round one. Um, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be – nonetheless, the Eastern Conference is so good. All the series will be interested to look at in round one uh, and watch. Does anybody else have any team that's trending down? I uh, I'm, I think I'm good. We've covered most, yeah, yeah. we briefly went over the Knicks. Um, so, yeah, I'm good. Milwaukee has been surprisingly trending not so good this the since the new year, but I think they'll pick that up. Milwaukee Utah is because Rudy was injured, 
Yeah, well, and, and they're or Utah's playing Utah, pretty good yeah. in yeah. the last ten. Yeah, Milwaukee, they've obviously struggled with like some. They're getting, they are getting better. They're on a three-game win streak, and they also do have the toughest schedule. So, yeah. and obviously competing with all these teams, and and I don't know how much you guys watch the Bucks. I watch them a decent amount. They really need Brook Lopez back. Yeah, yeah, I'm watching. When is he Serge, coming back? By the I'm way, I'm watching Serge Ibaka, man, and I, I just don't see it. No, I hate that trade. Uh, and Brook Lopez, he just started practicing, by the way, so he should be back by the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I don't see the vision with Serge Ibaka, and I'm not gonna lie, man. When you're relying <laughs> on, I don't want to say his name, but Javon Carter, when you're relying on him <laughs> for point guard <laughs> depth, like, there's a couple of things at the Bucks roster that I'm not the happiest about, but I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna spoil, but. I still believe in the Bucks. I'm not gonna say. I, I still, I still do as well. I'm just a little bit concerned with the depth, but I yeah, think I, I didn't. Connaughton and Lopez come back. I'm not gonna lie. I'd rather play George Hill than Carter. Like I, I don't see why they. Why He's they hurt, though, isn't he? Yeah. Hill. Yeah, yeah. I think so. But, but yeah, I still think the Bucks are the favorites to come out the East. I'm just, yeah. just have a little bit of concern with them. They're neutral. They're not. I don't see they're trading downwards, but they're not really going up. They're just kind of neutral right now. All right. So let's let's go to our teams that are trending up. Who wants to start in that section? I'm I'm gonna uh, start. Okay. The Philadelphia right, 76ers. This is of some course. beautiful stuff I'm watching. <laughs> of course. Nah, yeah. nah, of course. We gotta talk about it. This is some beautiful stuff I'm watching. Tyrese Maxey. Like this is oh my god, bro. This guy's averaging <laughs> like he's putting up like twenty five every game on like well, what about like, number one? What's number one been up to? Number one, well, we'll save that for for another segment, but uh, number one has been insane these past four games. He's not turning over the ball either, which is crazy. And he's, I think he's got like an 80% true shooting percentage. That's just real basketball. That's just pure, like, hoops. And, and his, uh, what's it called? His little explosion, like his first step, it seems like it's back. It seems like, it literally just seems like he was trolling on the nets. Uh, bro, I'm, I'm t- bro, I've been telling people this all year, bro. Like, <laughs> Those fans are a voice got raised. Oh, <laughs> man, I've been telling funny. people this all year. I'm like, this guy is not serious. Like, he's not playing. He's not trying. Like, I literally His see it. Back. He looks like Houston also, Harden again. I think I think part of that also is the rest that Harden got from the trade, from the trade up until, like, last week. Like, he didn't play for 23 days. And now they're not playing him on back-to-backs. Like, he's not playing tonight. So, yeah. I think Yeah, they, they the played Sixers, the Miami Heat tonight, right? Yep. Yeah, I think the Sixers are managing him very well with his injuries. Because the Nets, the Nets this year, they're like, "Oh, you injured? Nope. We're gonna throw. We're gonna sit Kevin Durant. We're gonna sit Aldridge. We're gonna sit everybody that can shoot. And you just gotta like drop fifty, uh, fifty point triple double. And yeah, you just gotta carry us. And I'm like, bro, this dude is coming off a great two hamstring strain. Like, come on. <laughs> Thank you very much, Sacramento. Uh, sorry for interjecting. Looks like they're gonna beat the. Mavericks. But anyway, continue on. No, Luca, Mickey win to me. But yeah, bro. Uh, the Sixers. They all count the same in the standings, Sexton. That's true. Sadly, they just signed DeAndre Jordan. Uh, uh I don't. <laughs> I, do, I do not. Well, what was it? it? What is the purpose of that, though? I wouldn't like. I know they don't uh, have they any don't... backup center, but they, oh, I really no, don't no, get it. No, at no, no, that's that's they do. They do potentially have a backup center. They just don't play him at Ooh. all. It's because if he was thirty. Oh, he would get playing time, but I'm sorry, he's he's 22, so Doc Rivers just has a prefix agenda against him. Ooh, uh, Charles Bassey or Paul Reed, like both of those guys are like playing well in the G League. Like, what is wrong with him? I don't. Guys don't play G League players, bro. It's just how it be. 
Bro, and that man, that man, he has to do, bro. Let's be real. All a backup center with Harden has to do, you have to run the rim, catch lobs, rim protect, and rebound. Like, is that so hard? Like, that's like the average center, bro. Can the average player even do that adequately anymore without? Doing I don't think he could do any of those things. Yeah, so I'm, I mean, I'm just keeping Yang it a buck. George, George Yang is a serious. He's better than Tobias Harris for this team, in my opinion. <laughs> like for the way they're constructed right now. Like he's yeah, he is to do I thought Tobias would be better when uh when, no he just he needs to accept that like off ball he, he's a bad off ball player from what I've seen these past like since the trade has happened. He's a he's a bad off ball player. Like he's not I feel like he's not willing to accept the fact that he's not the number like two or three option anymore. Interesting. I feel like he would he would be best in like the non like the non um hardened minutes with like Embiid and just being like the second scoring option and being aggressive. Like I feel like he's not a it's moments where he's not aggressive and there's moments where he's just shooting for no reason. It's there's no in between. Right. But I feel like they could find that balance for like the they gotta and deal with it for the rest of the season. They haven't lost, right? Since Harden joined four or no. Four and Tonight they, they tonight if Butler plays they'll probably lose, but that's just because Harden's out. Well we'll see because Embiid, Embiid, if he plays serious defense, then the Sixers can win. Tough matchup, Quick though, question. nonetheless. Quick question. Did Tobias Harris deserve his contract? No. 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 Okay. <laughs> Glad he got the bag, but no. Yeah. That's very bad. I think I think he's going to get moved in the offseason. Who, 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 who trading for him, though? Uh, Just lob, lob a couple picks, like, just. I don't think I don't NHL think already lob a couple team. picks for Harden. They could lob more. Like let's be real, <laughs> the process is over, bro. We don't need draft picks anymore. No more. Pro- what's the What's the new slogan they have? Fear the process. Fear the process. I don't think I don't think they've made one, but yeah, fear the process would probably be it. The fans made that. That's gonna be the it. Fans made that. Stick, you know. And Beat <laughs> said scary minutes. We're not. We're not running with that. I'm scary sorry. minutes is whack. I'm not gonna lie, Beat. With all due respect, scary Embiid, hours. We gotta. Be, we gotta be more creative. Yeah. Scary hours didn't work. Scary hours. <laughs> Scary hours. Uh, oh, brings man. up some PTSD. <laughs> Scary hours, man. Those are the good days, but that, was, uh, that, that was real basketball last year. When they're stuff, actually but, playing for, for but, the five games that they played, yeah, yeah, the five games or so. Right? Yes, I mean, poor That may be the only time they all played together. I guess Boston first round. Yeah, yeah it's, that was some beautiful basketball. But that's gone. And I guess Chicago this year. I'm pretty sure, like, embarrassed Chicago. Yeah, they embarrassed yeah, they, Chicago. Because of Harden. And then Indiana. Yep, and I remember Indiana where Lance was cooking a little bit, but then Brooklyn still went, ended up winning. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that was um, the 76ers. Anybody else got another team? Let's I wanted to uh, We briefly touched on them when we were talking about the downfall. We just talked about the Pelicans. Yep. Yes. My guy, Olam. I love what he's doing right Y'all now. Y'all are I'm taking not- my picks, man. We're going <laughs> to we're going to see what CJ does to sustain this because I'm a Blazer fan. I've seen the CJ cycle. He starts somewhere and he gets really hot, but then he just kind of falls off. We'll see what happens. He's a third option when Zion comes back. I think that fits his role. I think he's going to, I think they're in a good spot. So I really like what they're doing right marvelous now. Marvelous spot. They're in a marvelous yeah. spot. Uh, uh, they, you know who's a player I really like on that team? Herb Jones. Herb Jones. Yes, Herb yeah. Jones. Dude, he clamped Donovan Mitchell yesterday. 
He's a very, very good defender. Hopefully if the Lakers can... lose tonight, guys, sorry to interrupt. I think the Pelicans go above they, them. Yeah, Just they're half a game behind and they own yeah. the tiebreaker. Yeah, they'll yeah, be above. So they'll be above. That's, the that's embarrassing, man. That's embarrassing. But it is. Yeah, Herb Jones. He's I don't nice, know. Yeah. I, I like the outlook of this of this Pelicans team. I love I, this team. I know. I, yeah. They just need Zion to, you know, be healthy and be serious so he can shut down some of these narratives. Yeah. And, and then and today, I think they said Zion will return to basketball activities. Yes, yeah, oh. he's a couple of weeks away probably from playing. Let's yeah. go. We need we need I'm, Zion back, man. I am urgent to see Zion. I want to see a Zion in a plane. Listen, my worst nightmare is coming true a little bit. I told, I talked about it last pod, but I love what we, the Pelicans are doing. Oh, yeah. You know, you know what? Another thing that the Pelicans changed and what Willie Green changed uh, with their lineup is putting Jackson Hayes at power forward and he's yep. he's, he's been very good. Excelled. Yeah, he's excelled at that role. So yeah. they, I mean, yeah, they, they really turned it around. They had a horrible start to the year. Um, and Brandon Ingram, I'll, I'll talk about him a little bit later, but he's been balling he's as well. Great. It's yeah. crazy because Andrew Wiggins, who I mentioned earlier, has been terrible and Brandon Ingram's been doing his thing. So so, uh, <laughs> it just shows you it's what, the crazy. Media, what the media thinks. Man. Did you always get hurt, guys, media by the way, know. against the Jazz, or was it did he foul him? Herb, Herb Jones. Um, wait, wait, what you said? What you ask? Did Jonas get injured? He only played 17 minutes last night. I don't, I don't really know. I, mean, I didn't get to watch that out. game. Yeah, I didn't get to watch. That's why I just don't Herb know. Jones, I just know Herb Jones forced down from the middle shoot like 0 of 8 or some shit. That's wild. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell did not have a good game this year. Oh, another team that's been trending up recently, and they might continue trending up if they get some of their players back, is the Clippers. I mean, y'all saw what they did to the Lakers. We talked about oh, it a little bit earlier. They're on a five-game yeah, five winning streak, seven, seven and three in their last ten. Uh, I don't know if y'all seen the videos, but Paul George is doing drills again. Like, he's shooting, and he's looking like Paul George. Like, the handle's looking sharp. Jump shot's looking sharp. Like, if he comes back... And Norman Powell comes back like that's that team's not a pushover. They're giving you trouble in the playoffs. Hundred percent. And if Kawhi could come back, now now we're really talking. Now we're really like this. <laughs> I is don't think Kawhi's coming back, but yeah, I don't yeah. think he's gonna come back. But if he does, if all three of those guys come back, this is gonna be some some. Do some you guys think Tyloo should get? You guys think Tyloo should get Coach of the Year? Uh, I was not. I think he should get cons- uh, a lot of consideration for it. Matthew Williams gonna... and JB got to be candidates over him. I think so. Even uh, Taylor Jenkins, I feel like for Taylor the Taylor Jenkins too. But yeah, Monty deserves it this year because they didn't give it to him last year. So yeah, is also going to be very high up there, especially if the he get a high seed. Yeah, they'll be, yeah yeah. But the clip, but... the Pelicans have been been on a phenomenal rise. The Clippers have they've pretty much just been treading water, and then now they're starting yeah. to actually win a, a, a lot of games and. Yeah, they're about three games above five hundred. Who would have expected yeah. that at this point? I, I mean, I I've been watching a little bit of the Clippers recently. I've been watching um, I watched parts of those Rockets games, parts, not the full. I can't I can't really sit through Rockets games anymore since the <laughs> deadline. But but Zubac, you know, he was looking like prime fucking Dikembe Mutombo against us. Like it was. Some, I mean, Demarcus Cousins also looked like prime Demarcus. I wonder Cousins. why. I wonder if it has something to do with the starting center. But anyways, uh. <laughs> Zubac had six blocks against us. Like, yeah, um, the Clippers come ready to play. Bro, uh, yeah. I do average, feel like Zubac is averaging eighteen Zubac. and thirteen against us. By the way, this season, that is insane. I feel like I feel like they should trade 
I look to move on from Zubak uh, in the offseason. I would like him to get like more athletic center. You know, like, you're, you're more athletic big that can defend. You know, they're yeah, back or like just a, a floor spacer. Isaiah like, Hardenstein? Oh my God, God, bro. He's good. He's good. Lexi, you know, it's funny since you mentioned him. Remember when we made the Capella trade and we literally did not have a single seven foot player on our roster? Yeah. You know who Daryl Morey waved? Him. <laughs> yes, he waved him for no reason. <laughs> Dude, he's good. I'm watching. He's pretty good. He's on the come up. Maybe it's uh, just the, the Maverick series over the last couple years, but whenever, like, for some reason, Zubak gets left on the island with the opposing team's best player, and he just gets torched. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know I, if that's I don't, just I don't think Dallas. Is bad. I just also don't think he's like a starter for like a contender. Right. I think yeah. he can be unplayable. Even though he's really good against Phoenix. I feel like Zubac and Spurts can be a very effective player, but not as, like, a starter. Yeah, Phoenix. He's a matchup-dependent player, I think. Yeah. Phoenix, uh, Aiton, getting a little exposed as a rim protector. Some people have been torching him recently. I'm not going to lie. I'm just going to point that out. Yeah, yesterday they got very fortunate. Julius Randle played really good. An absolute nightmare matchup, eight seed versus Zion. I'm sorry. I've been years. I've been saying this, and Bro, I'm telling people. We mentioned it last time on last the podcast. Pod. Yeah, we did. I brought that, we brought it up. Yeah, bro. I I've heard that like I, Zion would do some 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 Giannis type stuff that he did last year yeah. versus them. CP3. Obviously, I'm still taking the Suns, but yeah, I, yeah. How do, you, how do you match up with the onus at Zion if you're Phoenix? I, I just that's such a tough. That's that's very bad. That's a very bad matchup. I still I would still favor the Suns, but yeah. Those Definitely be, be more ugly. interesting than your typical first and eight seed. Those are going to be some very ugly games, in my opinion. It's going to be fun, though. Yeah. It's about oh. we need some good first-round series. Yeah, bro, we need some competition. Let's put on some some big numbers. I need Zion in the playoffs, man. Some, some I do, I'm rooting for the Pelicans, bro. I'm rooting 100%. for them now. How can you not root for them? Okay, even though the, my worst nightmare may happen because of them, but how can you not root for them? It's, yeah. We want Zion back – He's, we need him. Uh, he's getting hella disrespected because he's injured, and I get it. I I'm I understand the availability thing. I'm I'm gonna tax him for it a little bit, but I still think when this dude's fully healthy, if we had 2021 Zion in this league, bro, he, or in this year, he's he's like a top 15 player. Like he's he's gonna be a star. He's still. I can't wait to see him come bro, back. I've heard talent. people call Zion a bust, a bust. and I just <laughs> and I just look at you like, do you understand or watch basketball at all? No, I'll answer like, for them. Like, yeah. how do you call someone that was a 27 point per game scorer and had one of the most efficient finishing seasons in the history of basketball as a second year player a bust? Like, does that make sense, bro? Uh, no, that's, that's why they're trolls. It's more, so, it's more so the availability part that they're talking about. Even okay, then it's like, but, okay, like, but Embiid bro. was worse. Yeah, I remember Embiid played. Embiid didn't games, play but... for two years and nobody called them a bust, bro. Yeah, um, so I don't. You gotta just be patient. Like it happens. Like the reason why he's even overweight right now is because he literally couldn't work on the off season. Yeah. Um, All right, is that? Uh, I want to turn the floor to you because what team do you got trending up as well? Because you said your last two picks were taken. We don't want to do three in a row for you. So <laughs> take three from you. So go ahead. Bro, here's the thing, man. Like y'all took my good picks. I mean, like the there's the a lot Pelicans of trending up. Were, yeah, that's true. The Pelicans are like my number one team. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I had the Nuggets up there as well. 
Um, yeah, Denver has been trending up for sure. They were really good. They had that game last night where Demarcus Cousins looked like uh boogie. 2016 Demarcus Cousins. That Wonder was why. <laughs> <laughs> No, wait, hey, Christian, number 35 has 22 points oh, and 10 yeah. rebounds. Uh, number 35 has a very, very, very bad clip of him playing defense <clears throat> on, on Cousins. Oh, that was horrible. That was even just a bad clip, man. That was terrible. Um, And that was without Jokic, too, I believe. So, yeah, he was sick. Yeah. <clears throat> By the way, uh, Boogie Cousins only did that in, like, what was it, 20 minutes? I yeah, promise yeah, you, none of those. Yeah, I promise you, none of those, none of those ba- baskets happened for the most part against uh, Sengun. But hey, who am I? I just noticed trends. <laughs> I forgot Demarcus Cousins played for y'all. <laughs> was yeah, that last year? Yeah. yeah, he was. He was bad. Man. He was really bad. Did he only sign because of Wall, or was that before? It was Wall. It was Wall. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, but I, I like the what what's Jamal Murray and uh MPJ's timeline? Unknown, uh, MPJ well, in a, within a week, they said within weeks, he should yeah. Be back. Murray is unknown, oh, okay. but MPJ they said is, is nearing it, towards like coming back. Even the Nuggets might contend if, if they, I don't know if they'd get to full health, but yeah, bro, they're 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 really good. Full, Dallas is I would up. hate to play them in the playoffs, yeah, I would, that would be a nightmare, yeah. Dallas yeah. is trending up too, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was for some reason. Spencer Dinwiddie looks actually uh, like an NBA player right now. Yeah. Is, uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, it, does, it, doesn't, it honestly up. doesn't make sense though. Like, he was missing layups, he couldn't get to the basket. Like, and now all of a sudden everything's fixed. Like, it just That's doesn't make sense. Playing with confidence on the, on the Mavericks right now. Like, he's, he's, I saw, I noticed against the Lakers, he was attacking. I don't, I mean, I guess it is the Lakers, but. He, he did not attack at all with us, yeah. which is crazy. Um, actually, he said uh, – one of my friends actually commented on his Instagram post, and he, like, responded. He said something about uh, his uh, surgery recovery was, like – like, he was getting more uh, into NBA basketball shape uh, as a recent. Like, he, he was saying essentially, like, you know, he felt slow for the Wizards, and ever since he's been traded, like, for some reason, he's just feeling like his old self – uh, in terms of attacking the rim, that's which is weird. yeah, it's so weird. He he's said saying he essentially, nothing. "Get me out of Washington." That's what he said. But he said it had nothing to do with that. So, I, I, I mean, part of it could just be he he just has less pressure on him when he's playing with you know somebody like Luca. Yeah, he doesn't Brunson have to like and those guys. Yeah, like yeah. I, I don't he, know. I, I wouldn't. I don't know if I just say Washington was the problem. I just joked around when I said that. Uh, I I mean. The Mavericks trade maybe isn't looking so bad after all. Bertans, though, I mean, he's still pretty bad. He's still horrible. I mean, Porzingis will play tomorrow, so we'll see how. Hey, uh, I think think Scott Brooks even was a problem, maybe. Scott Brooks was indeed the problem, but... Anyone say we're going to talk about MVP candidates? Oh, wait. wait, Y'all forgot about a team trending up. Y'all forgot about a team trending up. I mean, I had the Nuggets and the Mavericks. How about my Timberwolves? They they doing good. They. Uh, oh, the I mean, yeah. you guys almost blew that lead versus Cleveland. I mean, why does that matter? Where we got eleven. It doesn't. It doesn't. 15. But it's a bad look. We're eleven and four lie. in the I, last fifteen. I figured you would mention the Timberwolves. Like I just no. figured. Yeah, I, I looked. Uh, I, I, I really look at them. Because they like, dominated the Warriors. Eleven and uh, four in the last fifteen games. If you want to go back to two thousand twenty, we're twenty and ten. Uh, we are. Like Just, 2022, I said 2020. <laughs> now we've been trash since then. Sorry, 2022. If you look at the records, it's 2022. We've been 20 and 10. Uh, yeah, D'Lo, I don't know. D'Lo come back from the All Star break. He's been marvelous, especially in the clutch. 
I think this season he may be the clutch player in like the last like two minutes. Taking of- smarter shots too. But I was watching like, the uh, like, the Warriors and Cavs. Yeah, his game. ball fakes are crazy. Yeah, his biggest change in his game is he's. I think he's doubled the amount of shots he takes at the rim, and he's shooting sixty percent less mid range shots since coming back. So I think it's literally that's the biggest difference for him. You, you know, know, if there's yeah. one thing that. I would like to see more is like there are stretches with the Timbles where I feel like Cat just doesn't oh, have yeah. the ball in his hand. Vanishes. Yeah, nope. Very true. Yeah. That's a, And I don't know, yeah. like against Cleveland, for example, they were coming back and Anthony Edwards was having an okay game. Uh, D'Lo was having a really good game. Um, and Kelly Prince has been really good as well yeah. uh, for y'all. Cat was um, bad against he, Cleveland, but also he didn't touch the ball much, to be honest. I, I figure yeah. I part of that must have been the, the Mobley-Allen like duo is being so yeah, good but they like he like Felice. The thing is, like, there's one thing about good defense, and there's one thing when he's not even touching the ball. Like, that's just yeah. not. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. He wasn't even dude. touching the ball. Like, yeah. Finch always like, talks about too. a post game. Like Finch always talks that's... about a post game. Yeah, I've, the, I've, the I've, I've, I've been going through some of that touches stuff uh, all season. Personally, yeah. his dude. usage rate is like I think the lowest among any player with like his his efficiency and points. His, uh, his volume, yeah. Yeah, like he his like okay, I understand because the fact D'Lo and Anthony Edwards have the are on his team and whatnot. But interesting enough, when Anthony Edwards w- was out against Golden State, he had way more touches. Like it went exponentially up. Bro, that's my biggest pet peeve about watching the 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 uh, T Wolves. Is just like I don't feel like Cat gets enough like touches because because he his numbers are really good. Like he's an easy All Star. He's been a top, a, definitely a top fifteen player this year. He's mm-hmm. You look at he's averaging like 24 on crazy efficiency, but when you watch the games, you realize he could average like 28. Yeah, maybe yeah, even like 30 the, if he got the calls too. Yeah. yeah. That was crazy against the, the Warriors the other day. Yeah, they they um, don't stand a chance against him. He had what, 39 against him? 39. He could yeah, have 40, right. but I think you're right, Omar, he got taken out. That's what the size is going to be against the Warriors in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. No, the thing was, Azad, he wanted to break the record. Kevin Love's record is 40 and 10 games. Kevin, he's tied at number one. Right. So, like, Anthony Edwards, like, yelled from the bench, like, hey, you got your one point off and one rebound off from the record. And I think Malik Beasley grabbed his rebound accidentally. And then Chris Finch, like. It be like that. Beasley, I don't <laughs> Dude, think realized that then Malik Beasley grabbed it because Cat wanted it and Malik Beasley just grabbed it. And I'm like, Malik, just let him get it. But I don't, it wasn't, I think he just didn't realize. And then Chris Finch like pulled him out. He pretty much like, was like, ah, nah, you can get it some other day. I mean, there should be no reason why I can't get it today, for example, against Portland. What, who does Portland even have left that could stop him? Yeah, they don't have Nurkic. They, they I don't know who else they are. Is Cody Zeller still on that team? Yesterday, oh, he barely God. played too against OKC. OKC you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy, which is it might sound crazy, but yeah, the Hornets low key do miss Cody Zeller. Like as crazy as that sounds, they kind of do. Their defense interior is horrible. Yeah, with Trez and and whoever else Plumlee. they have. Plumlee. Yeah, Washington's Plumlee. a good defender, but I, I wouldn't say he's a good interior defender. Yeah, he can't stop like, centers. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting stuff. Yeah, I mean, hopefully they they. I need Cat to break that forty ten record at least this year. He will. He better. Oh, he, today. if he doesn't do it this year, he'll definitely do it eventually. Eventually, yeah, he'll break it because I he's probably not going to leave the Timberwolves, so it should be broken. Yeah. I'm up. I'm looking right now if there's another one. I mean, the Jazz is playing. They're starting to play really good since they've gotten healthy. Yeah. I mainly had the Sixers, the uh, um, the Pelicans. Is Phoenix and Memphis trending up? They've been good all year, so I'm not going to even. Since, like, yeah. Bro, they just, they really just good. been good all year. It yeah. Like, yeah. For the most part, these, we're talking about teams who are 
who were medium or like the Wolves, the Clippers, the Pelicans were not that good, and now they're really starting to pick it up. So the more I think the- about the Clippers, are a great pick. Um, yeah, I think it's more Tyloo, Boston too. Honestly, we forgot about Boston. Boston. I mean, they've been Boston's doing it for really good for They've weeks, been doing bro. it for like over a month though. Yeah, yeah they've been doing uh, it yeah. since 2022, virtually. Yeah, but I, like it's not just like a couple weeks. It's like their defense is, is like legit, legit. Like I was saying, Al Horford, this, Al Horford's been really good for them. Feliz and I, or Feliz has been saying this for a long time, and I've I've agreed with it the whole time. Um, about the Heat, like, how much do you trust Jimmy Butler being your best shot? <laughs> that's win? what I'm, bro. That's literally I'm seeing it now at at age 31. Like, a shot creation is cooked. But now look at this. Look at the 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 Celtics, right? They're literally just as good defensively. They've been better this year. And they have Jason Tatum, who's just way better of, like, a shot creator. And Jalen Brown. And Jalen Brown, right. Like, Are y'all comparing the Heat and the, the Celtics? I, I, I just wanted to mention that. I think I would take the Celtics over the Heat because of just that alone. Yeah, no, Jimmy Butler the is, is definitely yeah. comparable. Yeah, yeah no, the, for sure. Comparable, yeah. If Jimmy Butler doesn't play in his own pace or he doesn't get to his spots, then his offense is incredibly, like, Limited, like it's crazy. The thing is, he um, can't shoot threes anymore. Like, his three point shot is cooked. I don't, I can't remember yeah, the last I mean, time he's been able to shoot threes. I'm gonna keep it real because he wasn't shooting threes in Minnesota either. Yeah, but Chicago, he, his he best offense of the year I, was with the Bulls. Since, it was some wrist injury that he got like several years ago that has like really impacted his shooting. Like, there's been a noticeable dip in his shooting ever since. I forgot what I forget which year it was. Yeah, but Minnesota he had other guys to take the burden off him, like Jeff T. Cat and stuff like that. Miami, they I've never seen it. They literally he has the ball every second. Like, I'm like, where Kyle Lowry at? The one game I saw Kyle Lowry close the game out over Jimmy Butler was he was shooting really bad against Charlotte that game too, and Kyle Lowry closed the game out for them. Yeah, uh, but, you yeah, know, refs gave OT him a fair three. Yeah, but I mean, Kyle Lowry can shoot can shoot the ball. Kyle Lowry can get to his spots and make big time shots. I'm not saying Jimmy Butler can do the same thing, but. He just hasn't had the shooting touch. I don't know for the last couple. I mean, in general, his the clutch numbers have been pretty terrible too. So, I like, I don't since know what's Philly. going on with the shooting. Since I don't know. Philly, yeah, I don't know what's going on with the shooting in Miami specifically. But if you, I don't, I just don't get why Jimmy. You're turning. I get it. Jimmy Butler, he's proven himself time and time again. But at the end of the games, I feel Kyle Lowry may. It may be better to let Kyle, Kyle Lowry, even Tyler Harrell, to take the last shot. But Bro. Kyle Lowry specifically. Yeah, because I'm looking at Jimmy Butler's stats, and I know he was he played like 10 games uh, before he got traded to the Sixers. And in those 10 games, he was shooting 38% from three on four and a half attempts. Yeah. And, it's, and it's after that, right. Yeah. And then after that, he's taking less attempts. It drops to 33.8. And then we're seeing 24.4, 24.5, 19 percent. Like, <laughs> and he's not taking them anymore. He's taking it like he's cut the attempts in like half, basically. So yeah. it's just weird. And for you guys, remember some a lot of shots. To be honest, if you guys remember Jimmy Butler in Chicago, like he, that that was crazy. He had that one signature move, like I think on the right ring, where he would take like a step back three. Yeah. Um, and now he doesn't even have that in his game no more. Um, it's crazy. It's 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 so weird. Yeah, I've been with Feliz on this Heat stuff for a while. I, I mean, they're a great team, but. They're not going to win no championship with I that. See, I, I don't. I just don't see the the shot creation panning out. Right. As, if like Hero's as, your best shot creator, um, Lowry's a great player. Like, don't get me wrong, he's a great player. But they need like they need like a scoring guard. Like, bro, if they like, had a Beal 
or a dame, I would take that team so I'll, seriously. About to say we have someone over here in Portland that I think would make Miami the title favorites. He's not but, running from the grind. He's not. We're not running over here. We stay exactly, here. Exactly. Bro, <laughs> if they had a dame or a beal, that team would be so serious. I would take them super seriously as a contender. Yeah, they'd be the title favorites with, with dame. Hundred <laughs> percent. Dame winning a title in Portland, apparently so. Yeah, he, he well, we went in here. That's all right. Yeah, I love it. I've been, right. I know fans con him, but I love it. Stay in oh. Portland and be loyal, Dame. That's 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 just great for basketball in general, too. Yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Okay, we gotta talk about MVP let's get to MVP candidates. Yeah, we got to yeah. talk about that. We've been taking a long time on the teams, and I get it, but we got to make sure we get to our MVP candidates. And I think everybody has a unanimous top three, maybe in different positions, but. Yes, I like, think everybody like, may even have the unanimous number one. Who's? I think everybody has Embiid. I would assume as number Joel one. Joel Embiid, yeah. the process, yeah. number one. Yes, number sir. one. Trust the process. I think it's self-explanatory why he's number one. Maybe you may argue why isn't Jokic number one. But number one, we all know MVP is going to come down to team record. The Philadelphia 76ers are second in the East. They're trending upwards with James Harden on the roster now. They likely may end up first. They have a great chance. They're at least number two at the very least. I don't see them falling below third 100%. Uh, unfortunately, Jokic has been handed an unfair hand. It's um, very, very criminal because I feel like he's playing at an even better level than he was last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, he just yeah. had an unfair hand, and you know, I've I've never believed team record matters in MVP, but we're making our rankings based off what we see the voters doing. So. Right. Yeah, this is based off what the voters is doing. And yeah. This is me so, personally, yeah. completely different. Yeah, I would I mean, have Ron in my top ten if it was. Like 100% not. no chance they give the sixth seed at Denver Nuggets or even the fifth seed right now, or even if they max out at the fourth seed, which would be very impressive. Yeah, yeah at least he'll still be like a finalist. He'll though. be top two, definitely, candidates, I think. And, uh, Jokic has been having a marvelous season, but I don't see voters. Because Embiid, well, Embiid was a front runner last year before he got that, what was it, hyperextended knee? Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, I think this year, even that that narrative is going to help him out this year. I think Embiid's going to run away with the MVP. I agree. It is yeah. right now. As it is right now. We all got we all got Giannis third. Giannis, yeah. yeah, I got Giannis okay. third. I got who has it? Who has him second? I do. And, right. and anybody? Else? I feel like Giannis. Giannis has been playing like at a at an insane level, but I just feel like the the missed games is going to like be important in the MVP. Here's here's here. I'm explaining this. Of Giannis, okay. it, it's a similar thing to last year for me. I mean, he's he's actually playing better than last year, at least for the regular season. Um, but a similar thing last year, he was still like a candidate that didn't get any recognition. A big part of that was probably you know voter fatigue. He'd won the previous two, and I still think that that's part of it. This year, he's just won two MVPs, so people, at least like the media, isn't giving him enough credit because he's still playing at that level. Like I'm not, I don't think he's the MVP over uh, Embiid, but I'm I'm saying he's he's at least on that level, and I just don't think that people are really like realizing that. Yeah, he's on the level for sure. He's MVP caliber this season, but he's I just been, can't place him above the two centers. He's been yeah. ridiculous since Christmas, essentially. Yeah. Um, his free throw, even his free throw, hasn't been terrible. No, it's I was been like say, Christmas. He's been I was shooting from the Bulls game. It's been yeah. okay. He's literally was shooting 77% from the line since Christmas before yesterday. It probably went down a couple percent, but, but yeah. Maybe the Bucks, uh record. I know it's still really good, but it's not, I guess. They're the, they're the uh, three seed right now. Like they're, they got more than enough. Like, I don't know, man. I, I, yeah. I feel like if he had like no MVPs, he'd be getting more recognition, but, but I don't know. He's a, all I know is he just deserves to be 
talked with Jokic and Embiid, and I just haven't really seen the media say that. So you guys got Jokic, and I'm guessing third. Whoever has Giannis second as Jokic. Third. I have I have Jokic third. I have Giannis second. Okay, so top three virtually everybody has the same top three. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to – Giannis has been phenomenal this year. I think this is where there could be a lot of differences when we start going down the list now a little bit. Number yeah. four, let me hear your number fours. Uh, uh, me too. John Morant. I couldn't hear. What did Philly say? Luka Doncic. Luka. Okay, Luka Magic. Uh, uh, Lexan, you said you also had Luka Magic? Yeah, I got Luka Magic. Uh, Azot? I have John Morant. Ja, and I have DeMar DeRozan. <laughs> okay. We all got someone different. Why? Let's hear the Luca crowd first. Okay. Please, you can go first. Um, I mean, y'all been seeing what Luca has done since the calendar year started. Uh, the, the Mavericks are making their rise up the West a little bit. They might even rise up as high as four. Luca has been way more efficient than he was, like, for like January, I know the first couple of months he was struggling with like the three point shot and all that. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna lie, Luca and and bro, I picked Luca as player of the week for like the past three weeks, so that should be indicative of how he's been playing since like January. So he's that's that's just my thing. Yeah, he's been phenomenal, no doubt, and, and he's definitely in that candidacy. At the end of the year, he'd probably be top five in voting, maybe. Definitely yeah. should be. So uh, yeah, the reason I picked Luca. Over like John, like DeRozan, um, is because I'm still I'm still valuing the team record for like how they do it, but I'm still not gonna I'm still not gonna like be that be my full like my difference maker because yeah. I think Luca has still played at a higher level than these guys, especially as of recent. It's just this like like Felice said since the calendar year he's been. If he had played like this the full season, he'd be with Giannis, Jokic, and and B. The if Mavericks, the Mavericks would probably be like better than the Grizzlies right now if, yeah. if Luca was playing like this the whole season. He and he would be, argue, I mean, shit, he maybe be first, but um, he had a little rough. I mean, when we say rough stretch, he still averaged like twenty five, eight and eight. But and didn't he miss nine games? I'm pretty sure he missed. Like yeah, he games, missed. So. He missed some games, but I think that his recent level of play has been such a high level that it's it's had me put him deserving of a fourth. I mean, I can understand otherwise, but I think that. The level he's playing at right now is something Jaw or DeRozan haven't done. So that's why I got Luca at four. All right. Uh, Azad, can we hear your jaw? I mean, jaw four? so Lexin talked about it, but I, I'm more so putting Jaw in front of Luca because there, there is that team aspect where the Grizzlies have been, uh, I mean, they've been great this year. They're top three seed in the Western Conference. Um, and Jaw's been doing it the entire season. He did have that uh, stretch of period where he got hurt, but yeah. he's been doing this essentially the entire season. He's averaging like 32, 6, and 6 in the last 20 games. Uh, obviously had that – I mean, he's probably the favorite for player of the week. Right now he's been uh, absurd recently, averaging 40 points per game. Um, and his finishing is – his finishing is insane. Like, honestly, like, we t- I know a lot of people compare him to Derrick Rose. Um, yeah, which is, you know, it does get like kind of. It gets annoying boring. after a while. It gets annoying, you know. It is, you know, there is that aspect where it's a different era that Derek, Derek Rose played in. Um, but I'm gonna go with Jod, you know, mixed with production team aspect, and um, yeah, he's still been uh, insanely efficient as well. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with Jaw at four, and then I got Luca at five. Okay. All right, yeah, I had Demar. I- yeah, I have I have 
um, Luca at fourth, obviously. I have DeRozan fifth. I have Ja at six. So you have okay. So you have a fl- that's we have Ja exactly together, both at six. But Demar four. I'm like the reason why I have Demar so high is because to be fair to the Bulls, they had a lot of injuries, and yeah. at one point Vuce went, yeah. went out. At one point Levine went out. Lonzo Caruso been out like the last two months. Demar has been the only person who's been playing majority of these games. Uh, and and Lu- I know, uh, Lexi, you talked about Luke having a great stretch. How about DeMar breaking Will Chamberlain's record? I mean, okay, scoring stretch, yes, but, like, I'm that, Lucas making added to that is why but, I'd say Luke. I mean, some of these games, DeMar DeRozan, let, let's look at it. That that game where he had 40 points, he added seven assists to it. He added five assists, six assists. So not like his playmaking is obviously not Luca level, but he's he's still been picking apart I mean, the assists, too. I'll playmaker, but Luca, I think Luca's the best playmaker in the world. And uh, that's fair. Um, is he better than CP3? I don't think he's better than CP3, but I don't think he's, he's a better, better player than Harden. Than CP3, or, by the yeah. way, or better than Harden, yeah. But like, Demar has had not only a historic stretch himself, his team obviously lost like the last four games and they fell to fourth seed, but he's had he's yeah. been having a magnificent season, the best season of his career. I think you guys would agree with that, yeah, 100%. And despite with all the injuries. He's got them rolling uh, only like, I think, half a game back at like the second second seed. So they're there in business. That's why I have DeMar fourth. I have John six. I'm like completely respecting what uh, DeMar DeRozan has done this season. But I just feel like Luke has been playing at a higher level since. Yeah. Like, lately, though. <laughs> lately, since I've, since like January, I would say. Like when you take when you take into account his playmaking. Luca's averaging around 10 rebounds per game. I know there was like a little thing last year with uh who was it, Maxi Clay, but he was like he had like some incentive to not rebound or something, some wild stat. Uh Luca's like a neutral defensively, in my opinion. Uh his free throw shooting hasn't been that bad. He's been on like 75% since January. I know that's a that's still like a weakness for Luca. Yeah, especially for a guard, bro. Like you gotta be shooting more than you gotta be shooting at least 80% as a point guard on the line. Yeah. But yeah, I just feel like the level Luca has been playing at and the way he's been carrying a roster that let's be real, like isn't really that good to being like almost a four seed in the West, and the West is tough this year. Like it's I'm not just a saying push-over. Jason Kidd, man, Jason got that defense playing different. I was I was I was about to say you said you said neutral on defense for Luca. I would actually argue that he's a clear plus because of how good this defensive scheme has been. Luca's looked like a, a pretty solid defender. I think he's a well above a well above neutral, at least at this point. I think at worst, at worst, yeah, at Luka worst is a neutral. neutral defensively. If you disagree, you are not watching basketball. Yeah, I'm he, sorry to tell you uh, that. It's not what he <laughs> oh, it is not it proved so much on the defensive end. A lot of that might be scheme, but I mean, you still got to give him credit. He's been a pretty solid defender. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I definitely understand why Luca Fourth. I'm not going to sit out here and say that's a bad choice. I just had Demar. I have Luca pretty low at seven, but that's again. We're going off record. That's the only reason why he's that low. Because okay, record. yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah. going by projection. Like, cause I'm, um, I'm, I don't think voters are gonna give him his props just because of the team record aspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I understand. Yeah, that's why I have Booker five all the way at five because of that. Ooh. You need a number one, the number one seed, the number one team in the entire NBA, fifty-one wins right now. I don't know how you couldn't have a candidate in the top five if you're looking at how the voters gonna look at it. So I think Devin Booker has been more valuable this year than CP3. I know people, other people think otherwise. I have, I have one of them in my top 10. So I decided yeah. to put Booker at number five. I yeah. have Booker at seven because obviously what you said, he's been he's he's been the best player on the Suns. I know the media tries to push this weird narrative where CP3 is like some god. 
He's some, <laughs> oh, he's the savior. Like, he's been, his efficiency stats are in the gutter, but he's been playing well this season. Yeah. He's definitely helped the Suns in the last two years. But people are blatantly ignoring what Booker has been doing this year. He's a, obviously, we know about his scoring and his shooting ability. He's a pretty solid playmaker, I would say. He's been good. Yeah, he's a, he's he a solid playmaker. He's, he's a, a solid good, playmaker. Yeah. A lot uh, of Booker. Awesome. Booker is also underrated defensively. People don't talk about it. I know Gobert. Gobert put some attention on that when he said that. You look at guys like Devin Booker; they're buying in defensively, and yeah. he's right. Devin Booker has been good defensively this year. Like, if we're watching wish, basketball, we know this. Yeah. Yeah, I wish Gobert's guard was like that on defense. <laughs> oh, we taking shots, Lexi. Oh, I'm taking shots. <laughs> I'll push them. But yeah, but Booker to me is definitely. Definitely having a great season. Definitely should be up there in, in MVP consideration, but not over the guys that we've already listed. So that's fair. That's fair. I think there's a gap between Booker and those guys. But yeah, I feel, I feel like after me. after whatever order you have Luca, John, DeRozan, and after those guys, there's like a there's like a gap. Yeah, I just okay. had to put Booker number one team in the NBA. I had I, to I, I I get it. Like Omar, you're you're definitely like using it based off of how their the actual MVP award is. And I, I am trying to do that too, but I still can't say that fully. So I don't have Booker top five. I have John DeRozan still yeah, above John him. DeRozan. So, so I'm guessing, is, where is Booker? I know of Felice at seven, so that makes sense if you look you know, at Demar John and, in, and where they land and Luca. In my like original list, that completely ignored team record. He wasn't even in my top ten, but since I have to add it a little bit, he's uh, seven. Yeah, that's from- the same for me. That's how I did it. Yeah. My eight and nine might be interesting. Hey, since we all have the same top seven, I think we could go to eight so and wait, nine. Wait, yeah, so Unless somebody wait, wait. does somebody have a different top seven, which means Who you was don't you have guys five, six, was you guys' five and six again? Uh, DeRozan and Ja. DeRozan and Ja. What was yours, Omar? Booker and Ja. And then he has Luca at seven because of the team record aspect. Okay. So, we are all in agreement of, like, the top Just seven. Seven, yeah. Okay, okay. I have Luca at five. Look at five, and who's your six and seven? And six, I had uh, I had Jot four, and then DeRozan was my six. Who's seven? Six, and then Booker, seven. Booker, seven. But uh, see, it was tough with Booker, and I was thinking about Steph, maybe, but Steph, I won't. Uh, yeah, I, I'll still go with Book. Yeah, I All mean, right. well, I'm Book. I'm sorry. Team record as ass as Steph has been, I'd probably still say he's been better than Booker individually. Yeah, that, that's my thing. Steph Curry, I don't they feel like it's a significant like, gap, though. MVP voting, they're going to look at Steph Curry based off what he does, what he used to do. They're going to compare him yeah. to himself. He's not, he's oh, not doing God. as good as he usually does. No, he's no, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. And I, I mean, in my even in my freaking original list, I think I had Steph literally 10. Yeah, I don't even have Steph yeah. 10 uh, because of, I don't, I don't think the vote is going to give him a chance. I have, I have Steph Curry at number eight. As in, I'm going to say this right now. I hate the Warriors. I really do hate that franchise. I just said it. Like, as a Rockets fan, <laughs> that shouldn't surprise anybody. I hate that team. Yeah, right. me too. But uh, Curry Curry has not been. And y'all remember when we did the predictions um, episode? I had Curry as my MVP. Yes, you did. I had Curry as my MVP. Bro, I made a top 10 list of, like, players in the league. I'm pretty sure I had Curry at, like, second. I had Curry like, one before the year. Even yeah, though I hate I, the Warriors, I still acknowledge how good he was before the season. This season, he's I don't know what's wrong with him. Like he's not hitting threes. He can't even make it's, it from the field. Forty two percent. I think I think not having standards. Draymond is is very like underrated. Like Draymond is the best playmaker on that team, whether people want to believe it or not. Like 
He's the best play. Uh, actually, that's that's kind of nasty. Uh, on ball playmaker. He's the best on ball playmaker on that team. Yeah. Let's let's clarify that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Easily the be- the yeah. best on ball playmaker on that team, and without him, you don't really have that guy that just like allows Steph because. I mean, we know what Steph is, is going to do on the ball, but where Steph is most dangerous is when he doesn't have the ball in his hands and he's right. cutting and he's moving off all these screens. Sometimes they're illegal, but it is what yeah, it is. Those pin downs. The Warriors be running some nasty pin downs for Curry, man. Some nasty illegal screens. But anyways, <laughs> when Curry's off the ball and he's running off all these screens, as soon as he catches it, that your defense is in trouble because you got, like, one guy rolling to the rim. You got, like, three other shooters around him. And it's just like he could just pick – you just got you just got to pick your poison at, at a certain point. But yeah, Curry Curry has not been up to the level that he's played in in recent years, and it's just I know for some people it's, it's kind of sad to see. But people still want to give Steph this like top five player, top three player like credit because uh, of like his off ball. I know he's the best off ball player ever, but his off ball is losing value by him missing more shots because it's yeah. the less offense. So I'm I'm. He's still, I mean, he's still the best awful player in the league, but like he's, it's still, to me, it's not as it's been in years past because he's just shooting the worst he has in his prime. This is the worst year of his prime. Yeah, he's, he's struggling from, from, that's the only reason why I don't have him top 10 because I don't think the voters are going to give him even a chance because he's so much slower compared to where we know he could be at. But right. there's Steph, I'm sure when the playoff comes around, he'll get back to, yeah, Steph was my eighth. Being a nightmare. Uh, so two of you guys have Steph eight. Okay. And why is that? Because of team record or? Uh, yeah, yeah just pretty much just that. team record. I don't think general play, I'm putting him over any of the seven guys. I just listed. He right. hasn't been good uh, for Steph's standards for quite a while, but he still had has had some good stretches. And I don't know. I'm not going to put him that much lower than what he was because he was at one point like, Probably one or two in the MVP race for me. Yeah. So. All right. Who has? What? Who'd you have? Like tonight? So, um, uh, this order by eight through ten might I might not be a hundred percent like confident about it, but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna roll with what I got. Okay. It might be a little bit of a hot take, but I'm I'm gonna have Kevin Rudy? Durant. Okay. Oh, All right. Because I know he's missed like 27 games, but here's the thing: the Nets win percentage is the best in the East when Kevin Durant plays, and their uh, winning percentage is the fourth worst in the league when he doesn't play. Uh, they've been a top-five team with him, best in the East, and a bottom-five team without him. And individually, before his injury, he was he was probably top-three. I mean, that was before, like, Embiid, like, skyrocketed. But yeah. if he hadn't gotten hurt, he'd still be a top-five MVP candidate without a doubt to me. Yeah. Um, so definitely injury tax, but I think that he's still like, especially what I always do when I'm just ranking players in general, I obviously value availability so much, but I don't, I don't tax KD as hard as the others because no matter what, he's just always playing at the highest level hurt coming off fresh off injury or not. So I don't know. I, I'd still, I put an eight probably. All right. All right. That's fair. I mean, I'm not going to hold you. I'm not, I don't have G- KD in my top 10 just because he's been injured. Yeah. He missed all that time. So, and not even like Brooklyn can hold. If Brooklyn was like holding on to number one and he came back and did good again, maybe they're like eight seed. They're not going to, no eight seeds winning MVP. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number yeah. eight, my number eight, um, be a little biased. I got Carl Anthony Towns, number eight. All right. The reason why I got Carl Anthony Towns, number eight, let me tell you why. First of all, we already know how efficient Carl Anthony Towns is. 
I mean, in NBA history, only him and Curry are in the top 10 true shooting percentage of players who are not like run and dunk centers, essentially. Like, yeah. Like yeah. So they're like the only ones that are in the top 10. I'm dead. Like everybody else around them is like old school centers who are shooting like 70% at the rim. Um, he's he, he's literally has turned around the Timberwolves this season. Uh, it's been a team effort, of course, but he, the offense... He's definitely been the best player. Yeah, I, the offense runs through him. Everybody in the Minnesota Timberwolves, minus I think Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns himself, is shooting a career worst from the field and from three. Uh, and they're what six games above five hundred. They got a couple easy games coming up. They're fighting, trying to get out the play in, potentially. But I, I have him top eight just because of that impact and the fact that a team that not many people believed in entering the season. I mean, their their win, their win. I think they're over under from Vegas like thirty two or thirty three wins. They've already surpassed that a while ago, but yeah. So that that's why I have him at number eight. And as per usual, he's scoring, and his defense has went up. I know some people out here, you know, want to talk nonsense, say his defense has been worse this year. That's 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 blatant lies. It's been much worse with the. It's been much better with the new scheme. So, uh, yeah, not playing drop essentially. Don't put Cat in drop, and he's been looking good on defense. All right. So, very at All eight. Already explained that. So Feliz and Azad, you're nine. Nine and ten. I I'm not gonna lie. In my original list, before I took into account team record, just because of his play this season, I know his team has been terrible and a and a laughing stock. But I had LeBron in it. But mm-hmm. I talked I talked myself out of it once I took into account team record. Um, okay. I have Carl Anthony Towns at nine. Okay. Uh, because of all the reasons you just stated about uh, how he's been playing this season. I feel like um, just watching the Timberwolves this season a little bit, I don't watch them too often, but yeah. uh, Anthony Towns to me has definitely improved as a playmaker. Uh-huh. Like just, just watching him, I just I just see that it's, it's, it's something that he's gotten better at. So, uh, yeah, I just have him at nine. Especially lately. He's been really good yeah. lately with the with taking care of the ball and getting it to the right places. Yeah, it's it's crazy how all these like Embiid, um Embiid, uh uh Towns, all these bigs have gotten so much better at playmaking. It's just like wow. It's like what are they what are they bad at? Yeah, they're tough to, exactly. They're they're nightmare matchups to say the least. It's crazy, bro. And people was trying to say that the center position was dead like five years ago. I look at that. The best two best players we ever agreed, and even if you want to throw Giannis in there, because he's a big two. He's, he's pretty much a big. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's 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 from saying it's going extinct now. All the best players are bigs. Essentially, is it's pretty all, funny. All of them are just shooting, dribbling, passing, defending, scoring, and being. I'm like, what, what the hell are they bad at at this point? <laughs> Having a big man is advantage now. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, what do y'all got? At, at number nine, yeah. Azad Alexton. Azad, who you got? Um, this was tough. I feel like, for me, the top eight was, I won't say as clear, but it was pretty, like, pretty easy for me. Um, I talked about, I thought about a lot of players. I thought about Jason Tatum, just because how the Celtics have been playing. I thought about Trey Young, but the Hawks aren't. Yeah, the Hawks you are know, bad, man. It feels yeah, nasty. Yeah, bad. Off. Um... And so, y'all kind of talked me into Cat putting him at at nine for me. Um, I I I was talking about him earlier where I was saying that um, his playmaking is super underrated. Last season, whenever I would, I would tune into the Timberwolves, he would be creating for other players, but they would not be finishing. So 
um, it's it's more like I guess evident this year his playmaking. People are noticing how how good that is. Um, but yeah, I got uh, I got Cat nine. Um, and the Timberwolves. I mean, we talked about them earlier. He's been playing. Uh, he's been playing really well along with their their winning streak that they've had. Um, and are y'all are y'all the ninth, uh, the eighth seed, or the seventh, seventh seed? Seventh in the West. Uh, two games behind the Nuggets for six, I think. Right. And the Mavericks so, yeah, I, the same thing. Yeah, I got I got Cat at nine. Um, and his defense is very. Uh, it's not as terrible as I feel like some people have talked about this season. I know a lot of these stat heads have kind of turned on on Cat. Me and Lexington were talking about that yeah. earlier this week, where it's like. They they've turned on him just because of his defense, which I I don't think is as bad as uh people perceive. It uh, to you be. gotta watch. I mean, if you and watch, listen, like, you gotta look at it from years past. It's a lot better than yeah. it was. Because well, just the schematic change of not playing drop and playing at the level of the screen has helped him. And people gotta understand, Timberwolves do not outside. Okay, Anthony Edwards has been really good perimeter defense. I'm gonna give him his props lately. I mean, he made Ja look terrible a couple like a week ago or something. But I mean, D'Lo. Come on now. D- you got D has been really good on defense, by the way. Let me give him his credit. But we know he's not an on-ball defender. He's not he can't guard anyone on ball. He's really much better, kind of like being free to roam around and, and pick passes and stuff like that. But you he he he's he has such a great improvement. And pre- the really the biggest weakness of the Timberwolves defense is they can't rebound. They're the worst defensive rebound percentage in the NBA. And that's because Cat is out and 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 playing at the level of the screen why they can't rebound but if they if they could rebound like the guards and the forwards outside of vando and cat could actually box out and rebound we would not be talking about timberwolves defense they would not even be mid defensively i think they would be top 10 if they could grab a rebound and end positions because like rebounds is literally half your defense that's ending the position yeah yeah stat heads man stat heads make me drive me crazy especially when they don't watch man (laughs) yeah Number nine, I think. Uh, I think. What, Lexan? Did you agree with Kara? Did you have a different number nine? I, I have a different one. I've pondered it, but um, I'm gonna have to say Rudy Gobert at number nine, um, because his. I mean, he's missed some games, but you gotta look. I, I think, thought I'd put Cat over him, but yeah. I, I uh, originally. Or I mean, I think that right. I think that right now, Rudy is. I think he should win Defensive Player of the Year again. Um, I mean, who's he even his competition this year? Draymond Green's been out the whole season. Yeah, he's missed way too much time, and uh, the competition would be like, I don't even know actually. Um, like Bam maybe, and even then, Bam missed like a whole month, didn't he? Yeah, I, I think it's clearly Rudy again because Giannis they, maybe stuff like. You also got to look at like again what I wanted to say. Yeah, Giannis. Uh, the Jazz have statistically the worst defense in the NBA without Rudy Gobert. In NBA history, sorry. In NBA history. That's um, and, you know, they're an elite top team with him on. And he is a clear, clear plus on offense. He's one of the best rim runners. And he's adds positive uh, pot, like playmaking value because he's the best screen setter in the league. He, I know he's a center and, like, his his efficiency when he's just a rim runner and stuff is gonna be a lot higher. But he's averaging like sixteen, shooting like seventy two percent. That's still really good, especially when you realize he doesn't have like an elite playmaker. He doesn't have like a James Harden or like a Chris Paul like some of those other bigs do. Yeah. Um, and he leads the league in rebounds. He's the best rebounder in the league. So, I, I think for all those reasons, I Rudy Gobert would for me would be nine. Nine. 
that's that's fair. That's completely fair. Um, yeah, I wonder if he'll still win defensive player of the year because he missed. I mean, but Giannis also his biggest competitor. Giannis missed a lot of time. You know, it's tough for wing player like Mikel to win it, and the only other person is like Jaron Jackson Jr. and he's not. Yeah, they're not. They're gonna, yeah, and I don't think Giannis deserves it because really look at it, their defense, especially as of lately, has dipped in like the rankings, and it's because they need Brooke Lopez. I'm not saying Brooke Lopez is their best defender, but like they. Like Giannis isn't isn't anchoring a defense the way Rudy Gobert is. Yeah, that's fair. So number nine, everybody had. Well, I actually did not have because I had eight. My number nine was Jimmy Butler for the simple fact, as I said before, uh, team record. I don't. I can't. I can't leave the my number one Miami Heat in the East off the top ten list. So Jimmy Butler, don't get me wrong. He's he's had a good season regardless of his shooting numbers. Uh, yeah. But as you guys said lately, especially he's been really poor. Uh, when it comes to uh, scoring and, and shooting. And that, that's just important. Like, I know some people say, you know, some people, but like for a player like Jimmy Butler, where your team is relying on you to be the, the primary playmaker, you got to make some shots at, at a decent rate even. You don't got to do what Steph does or anything. But, I mean, Milwaukee was a nasty game. Uh, Chicago. We go on and on. Uh, y'all, y'all already know. We already talked about Jimmy, but I don't want to hash too much on it. But I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him the spot. Because Charlotte of the, as well. Yeah, he said Charlotte. Try not that say that. New was... York Knicks. I mean, you could go. He's had a lot of. I mean, he's shooting 47 percent still, which is good, but 19 percent from three, as Felice already said. Yeah, yeah it's not... mainly what he's done recently. I mean, he hasn't had a good efficiency game since the Spurs game. Yeah, exactly. Like it's as you said, it's been really recent. What's kind of dropped, dipped those numbers, and even a little bit before, but he's still been playing good, good enough where he deserves to be top ten in the MVP talk because of that team record as well. Yeah, he's a, he's in a talk for sure. Um, he's just he just fell out for me. So who's number ten then? Uh, number ten for me is Rudy Gobert. Same, same. Really go there. You know, I actually really oh, thought about Jason man. Tatum. I really think Jason Tatum's been playing really good recently, and the Celtics have had the best defense, and he's a really good defender as well. Um, but I, I picked Rudy just because of, as Lexon said, the impact and how he, you know, he's obviously the best defensive player in the league. So I put Rudy at 10. Yeah. We- we know a root thing. So my ten. Um. Okay. So since we're at the very, very bottom of the, of the like ranking here, I'm kind of, not. I'm kind of a little bit ignoring the team record at this point. That's kind of for the top guys. I'm gonna put Trey Young at ten, because, I mean, the Hawks are still a playing team. They've been up and down this year. They've had nice stretches, but Trey Young, has been really good. He's averaging like 28 points and nearly 10 assists, and he's been super efficient i think that he's one of the best offensive players in the league i i I would i just want to give him a little bit of respect so i put him on the list yeah no he's a special talent definitely it's just unfortunate the team hasn't been that good so but i would i want to list a couple like honorable mentions i i think (laughs) i know they're a laughing stock like felice said but i'm gonna give lebron an honorable mention because this is the most points he scored per game since like 2010 and he's doing it on great um before I when I completely ignored team record, I had him like somewhere between the five to seven range. Like he's been individually one of the better yeah, players. Yeah, he's been really good. But um Yeah, LeBron's up I, there too. I almost put ten, but I gave I gave Trey the slight edge because Trey's uh like assists and playmaking has been a lot better. No, Jason Tatum? Jason Tatum, yes, yeah, honorable mention Jason Tatum. I was missed a couple of honorable Tatum as well. Um 
I would say Levine is an honorable mention. Donovan Mitchell is another one. I know Harden. Harden's been kind of like on and off this year, but I feel like we can't ignore that playmaking ability. Yeah. How about how about how about Kyrie for these? All right, let's be serious. <laughs> him him being available to play games is is, is an MVP. Uh, you asked him about Kyrie, but not number thirty five. All right, be, on, all right, bro. All right, all right. <laughs> you walking right. a little too much now. Is that what you say? Yeah, man. All right, Azad. he doesn't hate. He doesn't hate him as much as thirty-five. All right, all right, Azad. The Mavericks actually caught up to the Kings, but anyway. Yeah, uh, I'm watching. I'm watching like points. three games on the side. This is just disgusting. I mean, Spencer Dinwiddie has thirty points, bro. Don't let me down. Oh, he got thirty-nine. By the, by the way, I'm watching. I'm watching Duke versus UNC. Bonchero is owning the living fuck out of us, and it's it's very it's very funny to see. I heard he's been asked recently. Process, well, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, uh, yeah he, he has struggled a little bit, but he's owning us right now, and, and it's just funny to watch. I'm okay excited for like later on of a like prospect or like draft talks. That's gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah. first time in a long time, Lexington. Your team I'm not gonna lie. Good. I'm probably I'm probably one of the only people that's been consistently watching some of these prospects. Yeah, time, I, I don't. I don't, I, don't I don't know what y'all have been doing. I don't I got it anymore for these. You know um, how good it feels uh, not yeah. having to watch prospects this time around. I I mean I just do it just cause, bro. Like, I'm not going to lie. What were you going to say, Omar, though, to me? I said, how do you first time in 10 years, you, you it matters to watch the top prospects. I know, man. Dame's been holding the fort down for all this time. Um, we're going to see, man. I'm, I'm pretty excited. I need to start watching more. I actually got like this. Yeah, March this Madness is going to be beautiful. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to say this now. Remember this. If you are looking for shooting or a point guard, actively avoid this draft class. All right. I mean, I actively avoid warning it. from Felice. Actively I, avoid it. There's like three draftable point guards in this draft. I want the Wizards to get Ty Ty Washington really. That bad, is one of I them. Think, that is one of them. Because I think he'd fit so good with with Brad. But but yeah. Yeah. That that that's that's my okay. thing with this draft. Let's get to before we go on our tangents. Let's get to the team of the week. Oh yes, sir. I'm gonna be shameless. I got the Pelicans. Sorry. Uh, Pelicans is yeah. definitely one of yeah. the. Te- I had I had two teams listening for this, and I had the Timberwolves. I had both Pelicans over the Timberwolves. For the simple fact they faced better opponents and they devoured the Jazz and the Lakers. I mean, the Lakers aren't a good opponent, but I, I get. Well, what I mean, it's better than the OKC Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did have the Pelicans listed just because they've been the Suns, the Lakers, the Kings, and the Jazz. I mean. None of those, none of those games. Even though I know the Lakers and Kings aren't that good, like on any given night, like those games are can be difficult. So I'm gonna give them some credit for that. But uh, the other team that I had listed was the Philadelphia 76ers. I mean, yeah, y'all should have expected yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. They beat. Uh, we're gonna cheat a little bit. Uh, let's ignore the Friday game. Let's not cheat. Uh, yeah, well, nah, we are. We're not gonna ignore the Friday. Game. <laughs> they, beat the they obviously beat the Knicks twice. Uh, both of those were kind of close games until the end. I know the second one was like, they kind of just ran away with it. Uh, and then that Cavaliers game, uh, I know they were down, they were down at one point by like 21. And I was just like, man, like, I don't Kevin know Love was, win this. was looking like a prime Kevin Love at one point. And yeah, then the Sixers just cut that lead. Harden was obviously playing great. Maxi definitely won them that game. Maxi was amazing. Uh, Why'd you raise your voice like that? Embiid, <laughs> he uh, loves Maxi. He loves Maxi. Maxie's a good player. What's the problem? No, there's no problem. 
Azad sees uh, no excitement from the Wizards, man. That's why you, you, you can't understand Azad. I have Kyle Kuzma, so. <laughs> uh, and Bede, and Bede kind of had like, a, I mean, if you look at the numbers, like he, the numbers tell you he had a great game, but he didn't have his best performance, I feel, but Sixers still won that game. Some beautiful stuff to watch. I have the Sixers as well. Um, yes, every, you do. Y- yes, I do. Um, every reason what Felice said, uh, it, I mean, I, I was thinking about it a few days ago. I was like, should I go with the Sixers? But that Cavs game really, I guess, uh, cemented it. Did it. Yeah, commit. Yeah, committed it for me. Um, but yeah, the new, the new, uh, the new. I said New York. The new look. Uh, Sixers are what five and zero with the uh, James Harden. Uh, well, Harden didn't play one of those games, but yeah, it's four and zero. They beat the Bucks, obviously, but Harden didn't play. Right. Um, so it's four and zero. We'll see what so they yeah, do tonight without Harden against the Heat. Who did Lexon have? I. Uh, Lexan, what did you have? Yo? Just, you guys picked the Sixers and stuff. I wanted to change it up and pick the Clippers, but the Clippers beat the Rockets twice and the Lakers twice, so I'm not gonna pick them. Um, I can tell you why uh, they beat the Rockets. <laughs> Number thirty-five. I'll, yeah. <laughs> I'll pick. You know, since two people picked the Sixers, I'm gonna pick the Pelicans with Omar because they've been looking very sharp. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my second pick. Yeah, my second pick. I'm just waiting on Zion at this point. So yeah, I'll pick the Pelicans. Yeah, we need Zion to come back, man. We really do. That's just the NBA community. We really do need him to come back. Yeah, it's gonna be some fun to watch him when he truly does come back. Yeah. So, player of the week. Player of the week, now. I mean, I think three of us have the same player. Oh, what is that noise? Y'all hear that? Yeah, somebody's, somebody's mic is going off. Yeah, somebody's mic is tweaking. Maybe it's uh, mic. It stopped? It stopped. All right. Yeah. Player of the week. I'm not going to lie. It is Ja. He just averaged like 45 this week. But like I said, I'm being shameless this week because uh, cause this, is, this is some beautiful stuff that I'm watching. Uh, I'm gonna acknowledge what Trey Young has been doing. He's been, he's been averaging, what is it, 34 points and nine and a half assists on 52. Wait, 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 wait. You went with Trey Young? No, I said, I said he's an honorable mention. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, he he has he's averaging 34 points, nine and a half assists, very good splits. Uh, 52 from the field, 42 from three, 94 from the free throw line, and uh, he was a big reason why they beat the Bulls and the Raptors. So I feel like he deserves some 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 mention for that, but uh, we're gonna ignore John Moran here because he obviously is the player of the week. But um, James Harden with the Sixers, this is some this is some real basketball that I'm watching. Some some beautiful stuff. In the last four games, he's averaging twenty almost twenty seven points per game, seven and a half rebounds, twelve assists, only two point eight turnovers by the way per game, one and a half steals per game, shooting sixty percent from the field. 50% from three, true shooting percentage of 80%. I mean, I mean, I mean, what else could you want, man? Like, yeah, he's been phenomenal since the trade. That's some, some beautiful stuff. So, yeah, it is job, but we're going to ignore it for this week. I'm going to ignore it for this week. All right, Azad, who did you have? Um, I had John, right? I mean, it's pretty easy pick. I mean, his numbers have been absurd. His efficiency has been absurd. That 50-point game is, I mean, I mean, he had a 40-point game before that, so... I wouldn't even say it's really um, inflated his stats or in that aspect, but I think John Morant's the clear guy. But 
y'all know me. I love uh, going with someone who uh, is kind of under the radar. Um, I'm going to go with Brandon Ingram. Yes, sir. Brandon, Brandon Ingram last uh, – Three or four games, averaging about twenty-seven, six and five, on great. Uh, I mean, his three-point has been as good, but the fact that the Pelicans have been, you know, on a roll recently, um, and they haven't, well, they haven't lost their last. They're on a what three or four-game winning streak. Four, four-game winning streak. Uh, had an impressive, uh, has some impressive games too. I mean, the Jazz they essentially destroyed the Jazz in that Sons. game. The, the Suns Lakers, as well. The Kings. Like those yeah, are they, that's really not a dominated. that's not an easy four game stretch. Yeah, they've really dominated the stretch um of games that they've had. So and Brandon Ingram, in my opinion, is the best player. I know CJ had a really great stretch, but as of recent, it's been Brandon Ingram. And it's called Player of the Week. So <laughs> I'm gonna Fair. go with Ingram as a as a guy I want to shout out. Um I don't really have anyone else though. I mean, there's a lot of That's players. surprising for me. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You yeah, get at least three. Like, you get three, four names. You got at least like three guys like every week, bro. That's true, but like, I don't know. I mean, Cam Johnson does Cam Johnson get a, sh- a shout out? He's been really good. He's been really good, but like, hold on. I I do have someone else. I completely forgot him, but uh, oh. Shay. Oh. Shay's been, oh yeah, Shay. Shay's That's right. Been, yeah. Ever since Shea has come back, he's been unbelievable. I mean, I feel like whenever I watch the, the Thunder, um, this man just gets to the rim at will. He's one of the best slashing guards in the in the NBA right now. Uh, his efficiency has come back. He's shooting about 45% from the three. Um, the Thunder aren't good, but I mean, look at his supporting cast. Um, and I think once OKC gets that big man, like this man Shea is really going to – I mean, he's already a really good playmaker. But that he's gonna become like people are gonna recognize him more as a yeah. top five, top six, seven playmaker in the NBA. Even though I feel like he could be in that convo right now, um, I, I think he once they get that big man, he's gonna be in that conversation, especially with the pick and roll. Hopefully for the for that big, it's not in this draft class. Hopefully they don't get a top three pick. Yo, they need to get Victor next year. Yeah, they should. Yeah, just, just oh my for yo, Victor, next year. And Victor and Josh Giddy. Oh my god, oh my god. Yeah. Let's, Let's not think about Thunder terrorizing the league so soon. <laughs> but, yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm so, gonna, I'm gonna go with him yeah. Lexon, well. who was your player of the week? Uh, I mean, I can't ignore it. It's got to be John Morant. He had, he's averaged 45, 5 and 5. He, uh, I mean, look at his game luck. He scored 46 against the Bulls, beat him. He scored 52 against, who did he score 52 against? Spurs. The Spurs. Spurs. Spurs, but still 52. Um, and then, Against the Celtics, his shooting wasn't very good, but he still scored 38 points, and I'm going to point it out in the podcast. I pointed it out before there, but I just want to let people know. He started the game one of nine. He finished 13 of 29, but when he started one of nine, that means he finished 12 of 20, which is really good. So he And, and you got to realize the Celtics pretty much, as of recent, have been the clear best defense in the league. Yeah. They've been locking down, and Jaw still put up great volume. So uh, it's got to be Jaw to me. Pretty that Derek White pickup was very underrated for the Celtics, by the way. Definitely, yeah. Had that. Yeah. Yeah, I had Ja as well as my player of the week as for the reasons Lexton, Azara, and Felice, all of you guys mentioned. Um, and no, I, I do not have a secondary player of the week because I think he's, he has such a gap between everybody else this week. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's obviously Ja, but I just... But, you know, we need the other. So we need some flavor. Right. Hey, yo, no, you don't want to give a, a shout-out to D'Lo? I did last week, that's why, so I don't want to sit out here and do it again. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, D'Lo, D'Lo cooking. He better cook tonight, too, but without Anthony Edwards, so... 
man. All right. That was a good recording. I appreciate everybody coming on. Uh, we'll be back next Saturday. That is the plan for now. And we'll see y'all next week.